What's up? Not much. Uh, it's been a it's been a long week. Um, very 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 long week. Um, I'm already at like thirty three hours of work, and it's Wednesday. Shit. Yeah, it's um, it's been a it's been a wild one. Um, I guess for me, I, I started my first weekend in the office. Um, which mm. uh, here's the thing, I, I guess to start, let me just say, working in the office isn't bad. Mm-hmm. I just really miss being home. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm on a rotational schedule. So basically one week I'm in the office, the next week I'm at home. So I'm grateful for that. Um, and luckily like right now in my office, there's only like five of us on my team that are in the office and we're the only people on our floor, which is great because we can all socially distance. We can, you know, honestly, I do the same shit I was doing from home in the office which is why I'm kind of like on the fence about going in. Cause it's like, you know, I can do the same shit from my couch. Right. But I understand some things have to be done in the office, which fine. Um, a, a lot of stuff has changed outside though. Uh, for starters. And you notice like, I, I'm not even like, I'm so tired. I don't even have my normal cadence. I'm usually talking like a mile a minute. I, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, um, it's just weird. Um, when you be like, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah, like it, this is this is what it's going to sound like when I have to go in the office because I, I get in there usually between eight thirty and nine. Um, now, like recently, I've been driving into the office instead of you know catching you know public transportation or the metro because yeah. it's easy. I can you know I can kind of like compartmentalize the fact that I'm going into the office first thing. So wake up in the morning walk the dog, um, you know, get my shit, go drive in traffic and then go into the office. Uh, well, then I park into the like parking lot or whatever, the parking garage, which is roughly like, you know, between seven and $9 a day, depending. Mm. I, well, yeah, so, pay for that. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, mind you in DC, um, everything is either underground parking or street parking. There is no like, Hey, you can just pull into this open space and just park. Yeah. Here. But and, like even here in Atlanta, when you work at an office and the main thing is a parking deck, they have free parking for employees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, DC is not like that at all. DC pretty much tells you the only way you can actually get free parking is to be on the outside of the city. Um, wow. this is where, this is where I'm trying to get my job. Uh, I know I can possibly never do this, but try to get them to move into like Maryland or something like that. Because in Maryland, mm-hmm. they have places that have parking included. Um, there are some people that I work with that were telling me they pay like $130, $140 a month to park, which I think and is fucking ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah, I think it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Um, I know we got voicemails. I'll just try to be really brief with like my little recap of work, though. Um, honestly, it's. It's just weird, man. Um, for the past year, I was able to, you know, obviously be at the, you know, at home with the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, that that shit every other week is going to be absolute chaos. And the reason why is, mind you, I leave the house between seven forty-five and eight in order to get into, you know, office by nine. Mm-hmm. And th- this means that 
nine out of 10, I don't eat breakfast. Um, I can't remember the last time, honestly, even during the pandemic that I just woke up and said, you know what? I want some eggs and bacon. So that doesn't really stop. I've never been a breakfast person. But lunch, I usually, you know, eat whatever's outside. I found out that there's a Wawa near my job now, which is pretty dope. Wawa. Um, Yeah, so I can go in there. Um, I just don't want to get into the habit of spending money every day because I'm like, for the past year, I've just been eating the shit that's in the fridge. Um, But that's, that's like my little segue to my fridge. I made the terrible mistake of ordering HelloFresh this week. Um, the week. The week that I'm going into the office, I'm like, you know, most people, they, you know, they go to work, they get off and they get home at a reasonable hour so they can cook themselves dinner. Um, mm-hmm. I got home at 8.05 today because <laughs> I had overtime. So since I had overtime, basically, like, we had a whole bunch of work that we were trying to get done. That way, on Thursday and Friday, we don't have to be in there at the same point. So I was like, fine, you know. We'll get out at 6.30. So I clocked out at 6.30. I was still there for another hour. Um, luckily, I drove in because it would have been an extra hour for me to get home. So pretty much I get home, and the first thing is my dog. I'm like, all right, shit, like, you know, maybe I can make this HelloFresh box. I go, come in the house. The dog is looking at me like, wait, uh, so you going to walk me? You know, you walked me at 7 o'clock this morning, but <laughs> now it's like 8 o'clock at night, and I got to piss. I got to shit. So I had to take him outside. Um, I FaceTimed the wife because I told you that she's out of town right now because of the knee surgery. Mm-hmm. And the baby the baby's already asleep, which reminded me of if I have to, you know, work like this, working into the, you know, going into the office, but you know, I get home. Yeah, yeah. the baby's asleep. Yeah. So so it's like you you never actually get to see your kid, which that's something that I, I don't miss about the pandemic is like coming home and it's like, oh well, you know, I want to kiss the baby, I want to hold the baby for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you can't because the baby's already asleep. Um, luckily, my wife's job, she can, you know, she gets home at a reasonable hour that she can go and spend a couple hours with the baby before she puts her down. But the issue with that is now that I'm going into the office and hit or miss whenever I do get home, um, the baby's already asleep. So she's not seeing me, um, honestly, at all. Because by the time I wake up, I'm gone and she's still asleep. And when the time I get home, she's already in bed, which is like an added role for my wife not happy about that at all. Man, I remember um, that shit when I was working two jobs when Anya was little and I would work a morning shift to like five in the afternoon and then go straight to the next job and come home like at 1030. But mm-hmm. Anya was like a night owl. So she'd be up like ready for me at like 1030 at night. But, yeah. yeah, that shit sucks. Yeah. But, you know, I, I didn't want to bore you with that. It's just, you know, first week back so if i don't sound like my normal self on these episodes please forgive me um i'll try to get into the groove of it i already made myself a drink um i did manage to i found something in the fridge to eat um (laughs) my mind is all over the place so honestly i don't even remember what i ate it was something in the fridge i put it i zapped it and i was like you know what i can eat this and the reason why is because that hello fresh it was like a 30 was it a 10 minute prep time and a 35 minute cook time and i was like all right, if I'm at home by eight, it takes me 40 minutes to cook this. We got the show at 9.30. I can't actually enjoy this. Yeah. And honestly, I just don't like, I'm not one of those types that I like to eat after eight o'clock anymore. Um, already, I told you, don't eat breakfast. Lunch is like whatever I can find. And so when it's dinner, it's like, if I didn't have time to actually enjoy preparing it, I don't want it. So yeah, hello first, we'll have to wait until like Friday or Saturday or Sunday. But it's, I know, it's terrible. 
And what about you? Um, I I'm black again. I uh I dyed my hair black. You know. Oh wow. Um. I, I just got tired of the brown shit, you know, got to go back to black before my birthday. And um, I think I might have to get me a new motherfucking laptop. My laptop, I had my laptop, the drivers, it stopped recognizing anything I put in the drivers, like the, um, the USB ports, like it'll recognize it at first and then it'll chip out where, People can't hear me. And I thought it was one mic, but I tried the other mic and it's the same shit. And I thought it was just Zoom, but it's not just Zoom. So I uninstalled the motherfucking drivers. I updated it and it's still doing the same shit. So I think I'm going to have to get a a new laptop. So that sucks. Um, So what else? What else is going on? I took my mom back. You know, I did 90 Mm -hmm. on 95. Didn't get no tickets to and from. Uh, returned that big old boat of a rental that I got and shit working and not wanting to be there and uh, what else am I doing I put the the girls pool up with the motherfucking slide and I became that parent that's like turn off my water stop running the water like I'm that parent now because everything they doing outside with the water guns, the water shooters, the pool, they run in my water. I'm just like, yo, chill. And um, shoot, what else am I doing? I'm not doing nothing really um, this week. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to send these girls to camp or not because they want me to pay more than what I'm used to. And I'm just like, shit, is it worth it? This is what I hate. This is what I hate. I hate when you're trying to like prep and get yourself ahead of like spending money. So you're working more and you're working OT. And then people look at you and be like, oh, you making a lot of money. So you should be able to pay us more money. You're not helping me. Exactly. It's like I'm working more. So I can have more money, but then you're looking at my money as if I have more money than I have. No, I'm working OT so I can have more from what y'all already taking. So um, that's my irritation right now. Mm. I got a new motherfucking umbrella for the um, patio since that shit broke. And uh, oh, I bought me my um, birthday gift for myself. I said... Um, do I want to get something that's going to help me or something that's not going to help me? And so it was a choice between either a new TV or a treadmill. And I bought me a motherfucking treadmill. So how it's looking is it looks like I might have a gym in my house. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I have the bars. I have the motherfucking, um, uh, trampoline. I got my weight and I'm just like, well, Chantal, you got a whole gym in your house. There's going to be no excuses this summer. You know, cheeks is going to be clapping, titties is going to be bouncing, and um, whether or not there's a male involved, it's going to be a great time. Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, before we get into the show, we have a couple voicemails. So I don't know if you want to play these first because, you know, this show. It's going to be a wild one. 
I don't know how long we're going, but it's going to be a while. We got Eric. That's a new face. The Mademoiselle. Oh, Shay. Um, how do you say your name? She's very got a Are you as sexy as your um, emoji? What's your number, baby? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I Okay. Hello, Eric. How are we starting today? Okay. Oh, good evening. Good evening, everybody. How you What's doing? Up? This is being nasty in the room. I'm giving this mad shout out to you both. Um, approaching versus pursuing and dating. Um, I uh, I kind of gave up the push mm. part, and mm. I let God. You know what I'm saying? So I let go, uh, let God. God let someone pursue me, and it's been going real good. I met him before the coronavirus pandemic started um had the first day first date was like going to the clinic to make sure we both was disease free like it different it was different and but i still like it i love the honesty and we were able to you know crack that code before it ever start started talking to him the pandemic hit i was in dubai for 14 days came back and our relationship got strong and he made me his woman I uh, the patient game. Hey, yeah. look, at that. look at that. The Lord be working. I'm telling you. Okay. Yes, he do. Yes, he do. So now we are like probably almost um be past um like 16, 17 months in. And um I was I'm gonna say I'm enjoying it, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not pushing it. I'm going with the flow. This dude makes me happy. The pandemic made us strong. We got to know who we were. The bedroom is the bomb. You know, I'm a you know Gemini, so I'm a woman in the streets, beautiful lady in the streets. But I'm a fucking freaky in the sheets. So you know, I think I I think the pursuit and pursuit and patiently waiting was a good look for me. Come on. Yeah, 46. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We are yeah. throat like goddesses out here. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lord almighty. Oh, my God. Um, I got- what to do? What to do? What to do? What to do? Uh-oh. You know, you guys be taking more vacations than a little bit. I mean, or is it me that's taking a vacation? I don't know. But it's good a- to see you guys. What to do? What to do? What to do? Uh, What's up, Shanique? <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be one of the episodes. Yes, we got Nini and then we got Shamik one more time. You want to say something before I hit them? Oh, no, go for it. Hey, Shan, she gets it. She got it. She gets it. But anyways, good evening, good evening, good evening to Big Dog. Okay, Big Dog. Okay, Big Dog. Okay, Big Dog. But happy, happy Wednesday, y'all. Hope y'all are doing well. Hope you have a great conversation. Let me see. Approaching versus pursuing. There definitely is a difference. When it comes to approaching, you're coming with the intent of I wanna date you. You know what I'm saying? That that like that's what you go literally go on a date for. That when you're pursuing and dating, then that's when you really take the time out, make the effort, the energy, the time, the money, and all of that to really looking to do dating you know what i'm saying so like you could be online dating you could be trying to be set up on a blind date whatever the situation may be but that's how i see it so far though 
Yeah. Mm. Oh, see, yeah, we about to talk tonight. I, I see this. I see it happening. So yeah, we're gonna have a, a lot to say. I think we got one. Actually, you know what? Say that voicemail. Say that voicemail because we already pretty much started. Um, I guess welcome to everybody who was here. Um, listening either live or on the podcast. Shan usually, you know, has us go in. So Shan, you might as well take the floor because here it is. Y'all, welcome to Loud Mouth Stereo. My name is Shan. That is Greg from Young Black and Bothered. Um, this is Loud Mouth Stereo, and this is also Loud Mouth Stereo Podcast because this can be found on your podcast platforms: Apple, Spotify, Red Circle, Radio Public, and Google for now. Um, welcome. It is hump day. Happy hump day. I know some of us are exhausted. It is Wednesday, May 19th, for those of us who don't know what day it is. Um, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on IG at Hey Greg or at Young Black and Bothered and at She Gets It Pod. So tonight's show is about what it says, approaching versus pursuing in dating. And do you know the difference? We going to go in, we going to scoop out, we going to hear what y'all have to say. A lot of what was already said in these comments is on point. Um, personally, I'm going to give my take on approaching. Greg's going to give his take. I don't know Greg's notes. He doesn't know mine. So it's going to be a good show. And anybody that leaves comments, just know that you will be on the podcast. Exactly. Um, I, I, I want to like with, with this show specifically, I want to switch it up. So as mm-hmm. we get the voicemails, we're going to play the voicemails. Um, as they pop up, we're just going to play them. I'm going to shut up and let people talk because this is one of those shows where as a married man, um, mm-hmm. I don't really have a dog in the fight when it comes to the approaching versus pursuing. But mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who honestly, I, I want to hear their opinions because Dayton has changed in the 10 years that I've been off the market. Um, right. But it's also been a hell of a lot different in the last you know year to 16 months that this whole pandemic thing has been going on. So I, I want to hear, like, specifically from, you know, some men, because the women have been saying that they wanted to be pursued. And the men, I don't know if men, like, we aren't pursuing these women or if we just aren't doing it properly. So the reason for the title being approaching versus pursuing and dating came from a quote. So... um a, a woman from the community um, on Clubhouse that it's a room that I'm in. So she says something of the magnitude that men, uh, basically men want to be approached. How would they know if someone is interested in them if we're rejecting them? This is a woman who said this. Um, mm-hmm. There are a couple other quotes I'll throw out there periodically. But um, the other one that she has said, which it actually hit home for me, was women should recognize that there is an important psychological component to men's feelings like the element of pursuit fits into a woman's life. So shout out to Leisha for this. The reason why she was saying is she said that, you know, pursuing isn't pretty much just going on a date. There's romancing that happens. There's an investigation, that peeling back of someone. And that's something that I've always like, you know, I preached to myself when I was single. Like, yo, I actually have to get to know someone. I have to peel back those layers in order to get to know them in order to even be interested. And when it comes to what I see as someone who has someone who's married, when I see my friends dating and getting to know, you know, the opposite sex, the same sex, honestly, just other people, I feel like 
when it comes to dating specifically, a lot of people just don't want to do it. They don't want to do the legwork. They don't want to do the 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 research. And more importantly, they don't want to get to know new people. That's why you hear a lot of people saying, oh, well, you know, me and, you know, my ex, we we have a situationship or we have an uh, understanding of, you know, what it is when I call you. Like, and that's fine. Uh, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I don't want to off the impression I think that's a negative because if that's what you're happy with, that's fine. But there are a lot of people, some of those people being the same ones I just talked about, that they don't know the difference between approaching someone and pursuing someone. So as a guy, I guess I'll give my interpretation. So for me, you know, the differences between approaching and pursuing are this. Um, when I used to approach a woman, it was, you know, I already had all the tangible evidence and the things that I wanted and the things that I saw from her before I even got to her. Like, and it was more than just a physical, like, yeah, like you look good and things like that, but there are certain things I knew about you. Nine out of 10, you know, we hung in the same circles. I'd already knew about you. I knew your friends. And if your friends were pretty cool, more than likely you were cool as well. Um, I knew something about you and that's where the pursuit came. So the pursuit is where I actually did all of my due diligence to make you know that I wanted to be with you. I wanted to get to know you. And more than likely, I hope that you like me back. Um, those, it's not a definition. It's more so my interpretation of, you know, approaching someone versus pursuing. Um, the difference that I see now is a lot of people don't want to be approached. So it's hard to pursue people who don't want to be approached. Um, I've heard men say, oh, well, you know, it's hard for me to approach women because I don't know if what I'm going to say is going to offend a woman. I don't know if I'm going to go and say something that she's heard before. I don't know if I'm going to say something and she's instantly, she either has a man or not. It's like, these are things that you don't know, but it's better that you ask them instead of, you know, just leaving it out there. Cause you might miss your soulmate because you just refuse to open your mouth. And I, I've always wondered, and this is just me talking as a man to men, because I feel like you, Shan, should talk to the women. And mm -hmm. I, I just want to, I don't want to like, kind of like overtake and give my interpretation of women. So I'll stick with the men. You stick with the women for this episode. Um, as a guy, when I see men approach women, it's never like a pursuit, like long-term, if that makes any sense. It's always like, I approach it because I like what I saw. I don't really want to get to know more. I just like everything that's right there. And, mm -hmm. you know, even me. For example, like, you know, there was a girl that, you know, this woman was absolutely beautiful and she, she had all the things I knew for a fact that I wanted out of a woman just like visually. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I didn't pursue her is because I already knew what I wanted is what I saw. So I approached her in the magnitude of like, oh, this is what it is going to be. Uh, the pursuit of her would have been a little bit different. So when I was, you know, young and out here being a hoe, um, <laughs> <laughs> like you know I, I say that like almost every other episode but you know my when i approached women it was because i already knew it was like all right like i know that you know i want you sexually or i want you because you look good or i want you because of this that and the third um but when i pursued women it was more so like oh i have to get to know this person so i have to be a little bit more tactical and i have to like kind of like go into the unknown and for men like i don't want to speak for the guys that's why i'm hoping they leave voicemails it seems like men don't really want to pursue because they're kind of scared. Mm. There is no, there is no more like, you know what, like that girl at the bar, like, you know, let me go over and talk to her and get to know her. That to me is a pursuit. That is a, you know, like I actually have to get some more intel on her, but approach is like, yo, like, you know what, like we already in a, in a mixy situation anyway. 
So, you know what? This is just me approaching you. You already know who I am. You know of me. So let me just go ahead and holler that way. So that's my little interpretation of knowing the difference between the two. How about you? Okay. So for me, I feel like approaching is the epitome of the start. The maybe, the gamble if it works, the gamble if it doesn't. Um, the small talk, I hate small talk, but I know you have to start somewhere. It's kind of like easing yourself in the um, art of reading body language from someone that you don't know that you you want to get to know, you think you want to get to know. It's that sneaky checking where you don't want this person to know that you really checking for them all the way, but you just, you know, peeking in, you know, you see them, you don't want to lock eyes too often you just you don't like blatantly be like yo i see you i want you i'm thirsty for you Mm -hmm. because you don't know if they're available you don't know if they're open to it and you don't even know if their energy is reciprocating the fact that you really like them but do they really see me at all or do they even want me or am i their type or whatever it is and it's i think approaching is respecting a person's space Mm -hmm. so i think people today are lazy so like when you were saying uh, women want to be um pursued and Mm -hmm. men out here are not pursuing i feel like today people are lazy due to technology their type of pursuing is like oh i text you back or i called you I FaceTimed you, but you didn't answer. You never told me that you wanted to go out. I asked you if you were hungry. Like, nobody is picking up on these motherfucking blues clues that these little kids are doing. And if you're in the generation of late 20s, 30s, you you don't have time to be sitting on the phone texting back. You don't have time to be sitting on a six-hour phone call all the way into 6 a.m. the next morning. No, I got shit to do. I got big girl bills. I'm a man. I got shit to do. I'm tired. I actually like sleeping. Like, it's different. Like, you have to put the footing in on pursuing somebody these days if you're in your 30s. And don't let me get started on your 40s. Like, you have to be bringing something to the table that's going to make my time worth spending with you and vice versa because I got goals I'm trying to accomplish. And if I can't logically right now afford dating or see the purpose of dating you, I'm not even going to pursue you consistently to get there because I don't see the point. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It, it's, I, I don't know. It's, not only do you, you know, you just said everything I was about to say. It's just one of those things for me as somebody, and I don't want to keep saying it, but somebody who's like married, it's just hard to see people just not want to, you know, to try. Um, but they're the first ones to complain. And it, it, it right. always just like burns me up because it's like, oh, like you choose your own destiny, but you, you know, you keep putting like, you know, your shoelaces and tying them together and expect it not to trip. It, it, just, it just really is very weird. Um, because the single people, and this isn't a knock on single people. I've been there. Um, and I have friends that are there, but I don't want to like bring it there. Basically, when it comes to the people that I see, the ones who do the most complaining do have to work. 
And it's always bothered me. It's all, even when I was single, it's like, yo, like I would have, you know, moments where me, I would be like, yo, like, you know, all my boys, they got, you know, they got girls they're talking to, you know, they're going, when we go to nightclubs or bars and shit like that, and they have that, that link up at 2 a.m. Meanwhile, I'm just headed home solo because, you know, the chick that, you know, I've been trying to get at ain't answering the phone because she's actually taking a dude serious who's serious about her. Like, it's, it's shit like that that makes you really question, like, yo, like, you know, am I just approaching people or am I like, am I actually in the pursuit of said person? And fast forward to 2021, like, you know, people have, you know, had an entire year either by themselves or with the person that they're with. And, you know, just specifically for the people that are single, I'm like, yo, y'all been complaining for a year. Right. You, you haven't, you've been on every dating site on planet earth. You've been on the tenders, the Facebooks and all, all these other fucking apps. And it's like, bro, like at, at what, like what is going wrong? Like maybe I'm just like peeking in the window, like Norman Bates or something, but it's like, oh, like, is it, is it really that hard for people? And, you know, I guess this is my like little segue into asking a second question is like, do men, do men specifically, do you want to be approached? Because the same guys who, like I said earlier, they don't want to approach women. Do like, do you want to be approached? Like, are you taking the opportunities given to you when a woman shows you interest, even if it's like you know subtle, like flirting, or you know in your DMs on Instagram, something like that? Like, are you taking those social cues? Or are you just seeing it as just another option? Because that, that's what I'm getting right now. You know, it's getting warmer outside and people are going to want to do things. They want to be places. But the thing is, do you do you want to be alone in it or do you want to be approached? Because for me, I will say this. For me, some days I'm glad we have to wear a mask or people want to wear a mask because I love wearing a mask because that gives me another reason not to talk to you or you not to talk to me. And you can back. Up. I love it. And then some days I'm just feeling like really friendly where I would I want to talk to strangers. I want to get in your business. I want to acknowledge you. Um, I don't mind a little like low key flirting. But for me, it's like I'm just flirting just to see if you got a, um, a pulse. This is not yeah. I'm not this lead to anything i'm not gonna take your number I, when i went to go um drop off the rental and i was gassing it up this guy was taking like his sweet time coming out the car and i was already pumping my gas and i knew he was gonna try to talk to me so when he like opened his mouth and he was like saying words all you heard is boof and i like shut my car, the, the car door and I turned, I pushed the button to turn on the car and I was like out the gas station. My mm. thing is like, you, if you as a man see a woman and she's by herself and you're sitting there wondering like how you're going to approach and what should I say that's going to make her like me, you're going to miss an opportunity to speak. Sometimes you just have to come with a human um, approach and just speak and whatever comes out your mouth, gamble on it because he yeah. waited to speak. And I'm not saying yep. that spoke earlier or something would have happened, but sir, you get all the exhaust because I'm already gone. Yep. I got shit to do. This guy, I went yep. to the I went to Walmart on my lunch break today. 
to exchange the umbrella for the patio. And he was like, um, he waited for me to be done with my return. And he was like, oh, hey. He was like, um, you got a minute? I said, no. I said, I'm actually on a 45-minute lunch break. He was like, oh, okay, never mind. Sir, don't <laughs> ask me if you got a minute. You already got my attention. Speak your shit. And that's, that's why I say I respect men who are blunt, honest about what they want initially and what they're thinking. Because if you spend too much time saying the wrong shit or asking the wrong questions, to yeah. me, you're my time. Yes. And I want, I want to say this. I, I, I'll never understand how men perpetually like get it wrong when they have enough time to think what they yes. want to say through. It's like, wait, like you realize, just take a second. Like you don't have to have like a brain fart because it's not rocket science. If you are attracted to the woman, if you like the woman, stop for a second. Just, just stop. Think your thoughts through and then carry along once you've gathered your thoughts. Like, honestly, I feel like a lot more women would honestly, they wouldn't mind a man approaching them if they thought their thoughts through. And they took that extra 30 seconds. But men feel as though we men, because I'm included in that bubble where we, we say what we think you want to hear. And it's like, no, ju- just say what you were thinking. Yes. Um, this goes back to an episode, like 20 episodes ago that we did, where we were talking about, you know, men who try to approach with like the, the cheat code, which is like, they'll do everything for you and try to appease you when knowing damn well, all they want to do is fuck. If you want to just fuck, just say that because you never know the person that's actually going to be on the other end of that. They might've just been in a situation, but that's all they want as well. But if you want to sit here and sell somebody a dream, they always going to be sleep. So, you know, it's just one of those, I, I really hope, like, you know, we just haven't gotten to the point with, you know, social media that we can't take social cues. Where we're not going and, like, doing our due diligence to read body language and understand when, like, people don't want to be approached. And more importantly, just not thinking things through before you approach that person. Because the cat calling and the, hey, girl with the pink skirt and sh- like stuff like that, like that's not how you do it. That's not how you would want to be approached. So why would you even do that? So that, that's just my personal opinion on it. But I mean, so we have so many voicemails, Shan. I, I think let's just take a break from, you know, our little thoughts and let's just hear these people out. Let me say this before I forget. What you're saying your fear is, and I hope we're not missing out on these cues that people make and and just picking up on shit we are and that's the problem like people text so much that when you get in front of the person you have nothing to say facts facts so hey greg i know this might be totally off topic but I'm going to need you to stop posting that gorgeous, gorgeous little baby of yours. You're <laughs> no! making a fellow feel like it. he want to make some new babies. And I ain't trying to skeet skeet in nobody. I'm just trying to <laughs> give out this smush dick oh, until I fall off the earth. So please take that beautiful, beautiful. She's growing up so fast, man. Wow. Yeah, Real talk, congratulations. Uh, I'm super happy for you and your and your family. I just wanted to tell you that. That's just something, man. Like, that's, yeah, I, I'm still kind of, like, it, I'm weirded out because Shannon and I have been, we've been friends since I had the baby. And it's like, what the fuck happened? Like, <laughs> what? I remember doing the episode. Like what? Do, what should I prepare for? What should I expect? I'm just like, no, she's about to be here like tomorrow. 
exactly. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, we, we, we'll touch on that a little bit later, man. We we in the thick of this combo, though. We're gonna we're gonna get back to baby talk, but yeah, let, let's let's keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, plenty of voice. God, I, I got an aneurysm just listening to her explain that. Yo, approaching is like literally the initial meet. You walk up to her, talk to her. You don't know where it's gonna go, and then pursuing is anything fucking after that. Yeah, in theory, in in theory, yes, bro. But the issue is like when you approach, though, like how are you approaching? Because you can't even get to the pursuit if you're coming at them wrong. Some people just fuck up. You know how people like mess up the feelings with get some pussy. Same shit. Yeah, yo. How many times have you gone like out with like your friends and shit like that? Me, you know, I you know, I have friends, but we don't go out. So <laughs> there's that. But like have, how many times have you gone somewhere with people or you've seen people do it where they approach, but the approach just from what you saw just looks like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. Yeah. Like, you see them like talk, you see them talking with their friends in one section and like, oh, like you can see them eyeing the person across the room. And mm-hmm. just like the aura of that, just by the time they get over there, it's already too late. Cause it's like, it like just the energy is just off right there. And you can see it as the third party. I see that shit way too much, but you know, I, you know shout out for that voicemail, man. Lessons. Hey, so as the, as a 50 year old man, mm-hmm. and I removed myself from the dating pool, um, maybe four years ago, I've been single for four years, going on five. Um, not saying that I ain't been active, mm-hmm. but seriously, I haven't been doing anything serious. And the reason why I haven't been doing anything serious because I'm gonna keep it one hundred. I just don't know what the fuck these know what these women want. Yeah. You know, I, I'm very old school. I'm a traditional kind of man. I believe in chivalry, even though these women don't like chivalry and they stabbing chivalry right in the motherfucking back. Not all of them, but some of them. Um, I just don't know what they want. So, you know, I just I just put the money on the table and tell them where to uh, see them when they get back. I know. I'm going to put a pin in that like comment because... You know, Shane, you already saw like the, the docket part, but that applies to number four. So there was a guy in our group. He had said something and it, it's prevalent to what you said. So I'm, I'm going to put a pin in that because I'm definitely coming back. Mm. And I think my approach to women has never changed and it really has never felt. Uh, if there was a woman that I like, I, compl- I complimented her and kept it moving. Yeah. Mm. Now, if she threw something back at me, then I will give I will give more. But you know, the sense of entitlement for some guys when they when they speak to a woman, they you know it's it's crazy too. So I can understand why women are kind of leery about meeting new dudes or even having a dude approach them because these dudes are you know they they just they they're not. They overly aggressive, and they think you know. They honestly think disrespecting a woman is cute. Yep. Yep. And 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 getting into an argument with a woman, and then trying to get her number still is cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. I guess like actually, you know what? I'll save my comments because I want to get through these voicemails. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all are talking tonight. I like that. I when I see men that look slightly okay, I'm asking for their daddies. Like I ain't got time. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. 
And um, the reason why I took the four years off is because I really had to figure out what was I doing wrong, why I couldn't find myself a real solid relationship like all my other friends, because most of my friends are married. And I realized that I was a poor chooser in women. I was just going off, off of my type. And I realized my type might not be the right kind of woman for me. So mm-hmm. I had to really, you know, do some self-reflection. And um, now, you know, I'm a lot more confident in what I want. I, I'm a lot more secure in what I want. And I, my main priority on my list is peace. If if I, if I can't, if you're, if you're a drama queen, I'm shutting that door really, really quick. Thank you. Yeah. Money's on the dresser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I got I got a comment on this one, like because I agree, man. Um, that's honestly, I don't want to say how I met my wife, but how I had to slow down because I mean I was in relationships before her and things like that. But you know, I had a, I had a really long talk with a coworker. Shout out to her, um, older lady was, was sitting in the office, and you know she knew something was a little bit off with me because, you know, this is when we used to have a lot of social functions, you know, used to go places with your job and stuff like that. Like, oh, the softball game and the soccer game. And, you know, you can go to, you know, your office had the, at least for our job then, they had it where you can go to like baseball games and you could bring a plus one. So you had an extra ticket or a basketball game or something like that. And I would always bring a new girl or a new woman. And, you know, she pulled me aside. She was like, Greg, like, you know, the, the office doesn't really give a fuck because they're like, you know, they were mostly young as well. But she was like, you know, you uh, you keep going off the type. How did she put it? She was like, don't go off your type because that might not be the person for you. It might be the person that you were. And I was like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? She was like, you know, she was like, you might be, you know, in, in a, a rut where you are you're, you're dating perpetually because you, you think it's cool. Or you think like you're trying to find the one by getting many. And she was like, you don't, you know, if you know, damn, I'm trying to think of how she exactly. Oh, okay. So she equated it to Starburst. So, and I was, I was trying to remember exactly what she said, but I remember it now. So basically she says something of the effect of, you know, the yellow Starburst always gets a lot of shit because people, you know, they love the red one. They love the pink one, but the yellow one is just as good. It's just depending on what your flavor is she was like it's your palate you know yes you might like the pink starburst and you might be accustomed to it and yes that's everybody's flavor but you just might be that one person who needs a lemon and it was like sometimes a lemon it could be a little tart but it's something that you needed to change your perspective on the shit that you continuously always get and i was like oh okay so you know you just told me about starburst favorite candy and everything like that so she says to me she was like sometimes greg like you have to go and try new things in order to get a new perspective of what you want, because what you want hasn't worked for you so far. And I said, oh, okay, that, that, that works. But then she said something very prevalent and it'll stick to me. So she said, Greg, you aren't, you aren't the man you're supposed to be until you meet the woman that she wants you to be. Mm. That, when she said that, I was like, that was it for me. When, when it takes somebody having to actually have that sit down with you, and, and most men, we haven't had that sit down. Um, you can talk to your guy friends. You can talk to, you know, your male coworkers and stuff like that. Um, I, I'll be crystal clear. Like sometimes it t- takes a woman seeing your patterns 
to honestly sit you down and be like, yo, like the way you're moving won't get you happiness. Yes, it'll get you fucked. It'll get you laid. It'll get you multiple women. And that will feel good momentarily. But like long term, like how do you want to be happy? And when she had put it to me like that, I was like, oh, I'd rather be happy long term with some like I don't need something grandiose. I don't need a big like box booty. I don't need a woman who's just out here. I don't need to honestly be out here having four or five women. Um, some men have to be like that because that's their thing. And nobody's knocking them for it. But me personally, I knew for a fact I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be with one woman that no matter all the, the shit, she didn't need to have hair down her back. And all, like, I didn't need all that. I just wanted to be happy. But the issue is for me, if I'm not completely happy, how am I supposed to make somebody happy? So it took me having to like have that sit down with her and honestly take a step back and watch other people be happy in order to get an example of what happiness was. And once I did that, I was like, oh, so it's that, like, you know, simply going on like date dates, not like dates to fuck or, you know, outings to fuck. Oh, yeah, we're going to a bar. We're going to drink. I'm like, no, like sit down, get to know a person, go on yeah. a walk, get to know that person, Um, talking to them for hours, things that honestly, when I look at it now. I don't see these things anymore. And the right. reason why I don't see these things is because, and I can only speak for men this episode, a lot of men can't approach women because there's too many options. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, for me, mind you, I mean, I met my wife in what, 2011? And even then there were options, but right now, like it's, it's plentiful. You know, we talk about it a lot. Here in DC, the ratio is 26 women to every one man. So, you can literally walk outside and meet the, the person that you want to fuck, the one that you want to marry, and the one that you want to kill, literally just by walking out of your door. Mm. So, you know, for a lot of men, though, being online is both a gift and a curse. Because if you get turned down, which a lot of men do, a man will go get turned down and was like, okay, like, I don't know how to handle, you know, being rejected. So instead of going and focus on bettering myself, you know what? I'm going to move on to the next woman. Why? Why the fuck? No, she said no, but somebody else going to say yes. And that's honestly how, you know, social media and these online dating things have worked out for people. And the shit doesn't look good. It, it does not look good at all. And, and that, it's not. Oh, good. That's the thing. Like before it was kind of like, I see a girl, she's cute. Um, we had a good conversation yesterday. Instead of me scroll up and down IG or Twitter, I'm going to today hit her up and see what she's doing. And I'm going to talk to her and I want to ask her if she um, wants to go to the park and talk or if she wants to go get ice cream. It's like that need to or that want to consistently pursue that person instead of starting from scratch with this other one to see what I can get out of it today because yeah. I want it all today. I don't want to wonder if I can have X, Y, and Z in a week or in two weeks. There's a woman out here that's ready to offer that pussy up today and I'm out to find her. And to me, I feel like the only people you see in the park walking and talking mm-hmm. and, and spending that time and taking like, um, vacations and shit or people that have are in marriages or been married for like 30 plus years and they know the benefit and the quality of quality time fact that's an absolute fact all right so let, let, let's hear from some of these people i know we we kind of backed up on messages my apologies you know i get on tangents and things like that 
Um, I'm gonna take a sip of this drink while we play these voicemails, stuff. So go for right. it. Um. Yes, it is that hard for some people, and dating has definitely changed. I definitely want to, um, you know, just say you really are on the other side of the grass that you're married, unless you're dating somebody as well, but dating has changed and I feel as a woman, a heterosexual woman in America, um, what is this whole thing with, I want to go with the flow. I find like a lot of men use it as a, a, an excuse to just approach and not pursue. So I'm tired of going with the flow. Like, yes, we can go with the flow all day, but let's be intentional. Like I'm intentionally dating with a purpose. I'm not just here to be like, hey, what's your name? Like, no. Yeah, I've always wondered that. Um, and, but, you know, Sham, what, you take your, you know, your opinion before I give mine because I'm still trying to like compartmentalize that one. Well, I don't date. And once, um, I don't know, like the men that I even think about in a sexual sense, we would have to be like cool first. We would have to be like friends first. I would have to see the type of women you pursue and your um, thoughts after they leave your presence and how you act first. I've never seen a stranger had him get my number and me not know what the fuck he's on mentally. I don't know what that's like. I don't know how women do it. I feel like it's too much of a gamble. So I really don't feel like I can speak on this. But once a man says, oh, I'm just going with the flow to me, that says, oh, girl, just enjoy your drink that I got. And let's not even speak about this being anything else. If I call you, I call you. It's very dismissive to me. I would rather a man not even say, Oh, we're just going with the flow because to, it's just, I feel like we're all moments and we're moments with people and to have someone give you the illusion that this is going somewhere. I don't even know where the fuck I'm going tomorrow. I think I'm going to my desk, but I could possibly have to leave my house and go somewhere else. So why would I see somebody and be like, Oh, I can see you being like, my man for the next five years, I can see you being yeah. my, um, uh, my husband, or I can see you meeting my kids or, or my mom. I don't know you. So I'm not going to yeah. promise you shit. Uh, I'm not going to tell you this is going somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That, that's why I've, I've, al- I've always hated that shit when, you know, and mind you, I've probably told uh, a girl that, but that was my way of kind of like buying my time. But like, you know, like, she might want something and we cool right where we are. But instead of saying that, I probably said go with the flow. Um, but looking back at it, man, like if you just and I don't want to like break it down too much and like overthink it. But like like going with the flow, when I think of like a flow, I think of like a river. Right. <laughs> so, you know. With, with like all rivers or like streams of water, like, you know, they, they end at like the sea or like the ocean or some larger body of water. And if I'm going to take a relationship and tell somebody I want to go with the flow, that usually, you know, the, the true definition of that would pretty much mean if you're going with the flow, meaning eventually it's going to go from that flow or that stream into something larger. 
but a lot of people they expect that just to be one continuous like flow and that's just not like it like no river runs into a fucking river that just turns into a river it just either it stays stagnant or it goes and you know becomes a larger body of water but the thing is whenever i use that term go with the flow i already knew i didn't want it to go anywhere um which is sad to actually say out loud but it's the truth so you know, I don't want to speak for all men, but that's usually, you know, my personal, you know, when I was a hoe, that was my like scapegoat of, you know what, I don't know what I want us to be, but I know what I'm happy with right now. So, you know, I personally wouldn't believe to go with the flow shit at all. That's usually red flag number one. Um, and I want, I want what you said right there, I want women to get out of the mindset that a man has to tell me something I like if I ask him, like, where is this going? You shouldn't feel guilty about wanting to say what the fuck you feel. And I feel like women perpetuate males to lie to them for their temporary feels of feeling good about a person. If we would stop guilting men to tell us what we want to hear, I feel like men will tell us the truth. Facts. Facts. Oh, Lord. See, now, if you if you in here speaking the truth like that, these voicemails. I already know. I already know. I'm going to just shut up. I'm going to shut up. I want to hear <laughs> Shan, you hit it dead on the head. This technology definitely has put a whole new spin on communication between people. And like I said, and I, I, and I just can't figure it out because, like I said, if I'm into you, I'm into you. So I need some kind of response back. Like, you know, I, I don't don't emoji, emoji me to death. If I'm asking you a straight question. Yeah. And another thing, I feel like people say just emoji and abbreviate shit because they can't spell. And you can't spell because you don't know the last time you wrote something on a piece of paper or you don't know the last time you, you know, typed something up and you didn't have to use spell check or automated spell check. Like this technology shit is making us dumb. Mm. Yes, it is. Well, it's, it's, hey, um, I recently uh, a young lady moved into my neighbor uh, in my neighborhood, and we've been making eye contact, whatever, whatever. So, um, finally spoke to her, and um, you know, we was kicking it, just vibing with her, you know, talking dog. She had a dog. I was talking dog shit with her, and um. When I, t- I told her how old I was, you know, she gave me the look up and down, and she's like, she asked me, why are you single? And I told her it was by choice, and she said, nah, I don't, I don't think that's the truth. I think um, women don't want to uh, holler at you because you look like a player. I'm like, how do I look like a player? Because I keep myself, I, I like look, you know, getting, I like dressing up. I like to look like I took a shower every day. Like, how does that make me a look like a player I, I, I don't wear uh i think that's so dumb i hate when people you people ask you um why you're not with somebody you tell them it's by choice and they be like no yep. don't ask me no questions <laughs> like, oh, my answers hold. yo like why are you asking questions that either you already know the answer to or two you aren't around to even get them like just either way just mind your fucking business and then when- you want to know Go ahead. Oh no 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 no! I'm that actually kind of blew me. <laughs> <laughs> what 
who say, oh, you look like a player. All that is is screaming insecurities. I don't feel like I'm not good enough to be beside you because you look too good. Like, girl, get. Like, make it make sense. Get out of here. Going with the flow, vibing is just so cliche these days. And I also feel as though um, a big buzz phrase has been, what do you bring to the table? You know, now more men are starting to ask women that and some women are getting very offended because a whole man is asking them that, but I'm not understanding that. However, um, I think dating has just completely changed. Uh, You would think that, I guess, technology and apps make it more convenient for people to meet up, but when people see that it's that fast and convenient, then there's not a lot of substance that goes behind it. So you will probably lose a lot of pursuit of dating versus approaching that way. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I've noticed that a lot, um, specifically with Clubhouse. Um, you know, my measure is social media because social media will tell you a lie and sell it as the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, lot, a, a lot of people are like, oh, well, this is what you need to do. And they're not doing the same shit. Um, you know, I've seen it a lot, you know, those rooms where, you know, and this is not to be derogatory to women in general, but women will pretty much say all the shit that they want a man to do, have these set goals and aspirations and dreams of what men are supposed to be. Um, and the thing is, they sell those dreams to other women, but then be dating an absolute piece of shit. You'd be like, wait, what the fuck? Like you, you said, like you want a high value man that does this and this. He can bend over backwards and touch his own ass with his tongue. Like you want, you know, a, a man that is six foot eight, you know, two hundred thirty pounds, plays for the fucking, you know, the Minnesota Vikings. He does this, that, and the third. Um, he can change a tire with a pinky. He got perfect feet. He walk around. He's the best dressed, well dressed, Idris looking nigga on planet Earth. But then. You, you see the nigga she's dating and the one she complains about on Tuesday. You're like, wait a minute. Like, weren't you, your expectations, like right now you got a laundry list of the shit that you want from a man. But your, your ex nigga is just like, it's your ex nigga. He won't go away. Like, what? How am I supposed to be the man in your life when you have men in your life? Like, you have like, like I, I can't do that and i i don't i'm i'm sorry i really don't want to be disrespectful to women um i I don't and i know i you know i said i was going to stay on the men's side of things but i see that shit so often and it's disgusting um you know especially when it's like you haven't shane you you've had a friend i have a friend where like they will tell you all the things that you should expect from a man and you're Mm -hmm. like oh or some like not even a man like an expectation i'll give you an example and you know i'll just bring it back to men as a guy I have a friend who he's like, Greg, man, you know, you, you got to have, you know, a woman, you know, her body got to be ridiculous, dog. Like she got to be a stunner. When I take her outside, every, every nigga got to look at her and she got to look. I'm like, yo, do you really want that, dog? Like, do, do you want that? And then when you look at his girl, I'm like, yo, like, I want to say she's regular, but it's definitely like, yo, like you went for, I want to say average either. Like you went for somebody who honestly is the complete polar fucking opposite of what you just told me. and the reason why you did that is because it makes you happy, but you also know that that's not really what you really want. Like right now, um, 
if you look back at like my history of women that I wanted, it was like the Lauren Londons, the Melissa Fords of the world. Here's the thing. That shit sounds good when mm-hmm. they're your goals and aspirations. I know for a fact, if I had to go outside every fucking day with Lauren London, I would not know how to fucking act. I would want to fight every nigga as, as I'm walking. I would be like Bernie, Sa- uh, I'm sorry, Bernie Mac in that movie with, uh, with Chris Rock, where he just walked, as soon as he got off the train, he just slapping the shit out of people. Because there's no way. It, it takes, honestly, like, I, I, I'm trying to not say it, like, in a complete dickhead term, but I'm like, yo, like, if you're mine, I'm jealous. Always. Like, even if I know for a fact that you are, like, you and I, we have a completely faithful relationship, I'm married. I still get jealous. I get jealous just knowing. I'm like, yo, like, anything can fucking happen. So when I see, you know, men and women alike, when they're talking about all the things that they want from people, I'm like, you really, you really don't want that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard, you know, I've heard guys say some, some outrageous shit that they want from their women. They like the women with the Kim Kardashian bodies. And the lips that look like they stuck them in a fucking, you know, jar of milk and just left it for six hours. And now they lips look swollen. They, they like that shit. They want the women with the hair down the back. I'm like, oh, that like you, you really don't. Do you understand how much maintenance it takes for a woman that has all that long ass like that, that fucking hair? When that shit gets clogged in a toilet, when it gets clogged in a sink and a bathtub. Yo, plumbing is serious. Mm-hmm. It, it is fucking serious. And a lot of people don't know the difference. But. You know, when it comes to like just men with our expectations, we we expect in the fucking world and we be given a bare minimum. Trust me, there are a lot of women that I used to date that, you know, I told you again, I have to say it again because, you know, people, you know, whenever we become famous and this podcast takes off, they can be like, Greg was talking like he was big shit. Yes. Once upon a time, I was out here doing a lot of shit. <laughs> I was out here doing a lot of shit. What humbled me is the fact that there was one moment that humbled me so bad. And, you know, shout out to B. Um, I ain't gonna say her whole name, but Mm-hmm. This girl, I knew, I knew for a fact that, like, I was, I was her type. She absolutely was my type. But the issue is, we did not belong together. The reason why we did not belong together is because I had the personality of like the, you know, we both had outgoing personalities, and we were both people. You know, like, what do you call it? People, 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 person. That's not even a thing. Either way, we like people, and we could be around people. We very social. We, you know, we get along and stuff like that. But the issue with the both of us is this. Even though we're people, like people, persons or whatever, if we get around someone of the opposite sex, the other one, we get jealous. Mm. Usually it was me. Like, you know, it's one of those things where like, yes, you can be friends with a lot of guys, you know, talking about her or me. I can be friends with a lot of girls. But the issue is if I'm bringing my girl around all these women that look like her, better than her, less than her, it doesn't even matter in looks wise. The fact that I'm bringing you around other women. You should be questioning, like, you know, what the fuck? Like, wait a minute. Am I not enough? And that's where, it, you know, it becomes really dicey because it's like, yo, do you really need all that attention? And that was me. I was one of those guys that honestly, like, you know, even though in my scope, it was like, all right, you know, these are women that, you know, I'm friends with. I'm cool. With. I'm not trying to fuck on them or nothing like that. It's like, yo, like, I just knew a lot of people. But for her, I didn't think and take into account that, oh, like, you're you. Like you're beautiful. I have I have you, but we're still around a whole bunch of motherfuckers. So when you know the tides turn, and you know she's taking me out, she's out with her guy friends, and these niggas taller than me. Now, mind you, I'm not the tallest nigga on planet Earth. When I see a nigga who's fucking six three and he has to bend down to hug my girl and shit, yes, I'm looking at him like, yo, I really want to fight this nigga. He might probably <laughs> even be cool, but I want to fight this nigga. And you know, it's it's not you know me being a complete asshole, but every guy has had that moment when you bring your 
the, the lady that you like or something like that, if she ever introduced you to somebody and they might even look an ounce better than you, you're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, ugh. Like, no, like, he would probably try to fuck her. That's why I don't play the play brother shit. I don't, all that. You know what? Let's just move on to the next voicemail. I can talk. Wait, 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 wait. Nope, nope. When Steph was like, you know, um, men out here asking women what they bring to the table. As they should. Because Mm -hmm. when we start talking to a man and we get further um, into the talking stage and stuff, we want to know, like, you know, in your past, like, what have you learned? What was your experiences? Um, what were the people that you dated? And then if they mentioned, like, some booger wolf or a woman that had nothing going for herself, we judge yep. him. So mm-hmm. when it is smart for him now to ask the woman that he's thinking about pursuing, what do you bring to the table? Like, what are you into? What are you trying nice. to do for your career? I hate when women basically make men feel like shit for asking yep. them their value yep. or um what what are the great things or what have you accomplished that's regular yep. stuff because when we go to our moms or we go to our dads and they'll be like oh you dating somebody and we be like yeah what do they ask they ask what he's like what does he do for a living? Does he have any kids? Does he have any drama about him? Um, is he uh, legal? Is he legit? Like, we have to know everything about you. Men should be able to make sure that they're pursuing a woman worth their time also. So I exactly. think women today have to stop being offended by men asking, what do you bring to the table? Because they just asking, you know, what about you separates yourself from the rest? Yeah. Like, you know, in, in my personal opinion, to piggyback from what you said, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Especially when you're asking people what they bring to the table and you got people eating off paper plates. That, mm. You can't ask me shit. <laughs> you can't ask me shit. And that's not to be disrespectful. There are, there. trust me, I have been one of those people who, you know what? Yes, I have some paper plates in the house because I don't want to wash dishes. But there are a lot of people who, you know, like I've said before, and we've said this on many episodes, a lot of people's expectations exceed their fucking efforts. People will ask for the fucking world and honestly give you dirt in return. I don't want that shit. Keep your shit. Keep your boxed ass chicken Alfredo. Keep keep the, the expired salad dressings and shit like that. No, like give me you and tell me that shit up front. Right. So when I see... You know, I've seen a lot of people, and I know we got voicemails. I'm going to just make this really quick. When it comes to people having these set goals and, you know, aspirations of, you know, what do you bring to the table? You don't even have a table, so we can't even sit together. So mm. I, I, just need, I just need you to understand asking people what they bring to the table to measure them. That way, you know, for a fact, it's like, you know, for a fact, you ain't got gas. Like you, you're like, what do you call that shit in the car when it's like, you know what? You got like five miles till empty. And you decide you want to ride 20 miles. That's what it feels like when I'm asked, you know, or men are asked, what do you bring to the table? When, you know, women ask it all the time. When men do it, though, it's like, wait, like, oh, it's okay. It's it's okay for women to ask, like, what do you bring to the table? But the moment you turn the table and like, yo, you know, I bring all this. Like, I, I bring me and all the shit that comes with me. And then it's like, but what about you? And it's like, well, don't ask me about me. I asked you about you. That's absolutely not how that works. <laughs> that is absolutely not how that works. But right. you know, we got these you got these voicemails. I'm gonna just leave it alone. I don't wear a whole bunch of gaudy jewelry. I don't wear a, a, 
a James Brown robe. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, like I said, you know, it, is that a thing though? Do women not want to talk to men that keep that believe in upkeeping themselves? Because I, you know, like I said, I've been getting that for for a while. Like, and I don't believe that I'm super super handsome or anything like that. But like, you know, I keep myself fit. I uh, I definitely know that I don't look like the typical fifty year old man. Um, but shit, I think I should get a get points for just looking like I'm decent and I take a shower every day. Yo, yo, Shamik, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this really quick. There was a girl who tweeted something similar today. She said something to the effect of, well, I'm not dating a nigga who gets his hair cut every two weeks. That way he can be bald at 35. Two, I tweeted. And yeah, 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 yeah. This is shit that we hear all the fucking time. So I tweeted and I quickly deleted it because I was like, I do not want, she might be one of Nikki's barbs and some shit like that, right? So I go and I ask her, I was like, would you rather him be bald at 35 or dead at 23? Because, you know, like... It, it was it was one of those things where like I went through her Twitter feed and it was like a whole bunch of her posing with niggas with guns and shit like that. It was like, do, do you realize like what, what are we talking about here? You're questioning a dude and like their hair and all these things. Meanwhile, you're you. Like at the end of the day, like have you ever just like looked at somebody that has all these like fucking goals and you know expectations for people and then you look at them like yo like yo. If I were you, I wouldn't fuck me. Like, that. no. Like, what? No. So at some point, like, I, I, I really don't want to be disrespectful to women because I'm sure they're really nice women that are listening live and stuff like that. And, you know, we do appreciate you. But everybody knows when they go on these social media joints that a lot of these people lie. A lot of these people go and tell these fibs and, you know, they have all these, like, lofty things that they want people to say because they want to sound cool. Newsflash. <laughs> Y'all don't sound cool trying to say the opposite of some shit that everybody agrees with. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that shit is not cool to be the one woman or man out of 50 fucking people who are like, you know what? You know what I want? I just want somebody who's honest. And then you're the dummy who's like, well, hey, as long as the dick is good, he can lie to me. That <laughs> is absolutely not how that's like. What? Come on, sweetie. That, that, that's just, no. No. N- next voicemail. I'm sorry. <laughs> But um, I also think, too, I don't and, and personally, I don't leave approaching in terms of trying to just come up to someone and get to know them. Um, I don't leave that up to the man. If I'm interested, I will speak to because I used to at one point be in my head. Well, if he doesn't come up to me, then we won't ever know each other. Like I was stuck in that stereotype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know the And sorry for blowing blowing up the messages. I'm gonna let other people speak. Oh, I'm gonna fall back and just listen. You did. I, I, like, I know I know when I'm purposely avoiding giving the space for a man to approach me because I'm doing it on purpose. I do, I I would rather not be talked to when I'm running errands. But if I'm sitting somewhere chilling in a space where people socialize, that's cool. But at the same time, whenever am I out somewhere where people adult and chill in a social place? I'm not. So it's kind of like a man would be nice, but Chantal, when are you 
in a space to have a man speak to you or anything besides you being on social media. And then when people do speak, it's kind of like I'll bookmark the conversation and never like do any action to it because I'm not interested. Like there's nobody out here that I'm jealous of. There's nobody out here that I'm going to be mad that they get married tomorrow or they're in a relationship. like, I don't care. I don't care. I have no feeling for anybody in that capacity um, anymore. And it's kind of like, I, I know I have to take advantage of this space that I'm in wanting no one because when that person does come in my space and in my life in a way where I can't deny them, my me time is a wrap. Yep. So. Yep. I'm just enjoying She gets it. I'm enjoying She gets it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Shan, like, listen, like, when I get approached by different men, especially if I'm in a hurry and I'm not in the mood to be, I hate it. be interacting with people and I'm just trying to be in and out with my business that's when it feels like the most attention comes my way i'm like and at that point i get real irritable i don't want to be bothered don't even acknowledge the fact that you see me on direction just Mm -hmm. get straight out of my way just let me be focused to where i have to go to and that's that with my business because you just took out that two seconds five minutes to figure out what you was going to even say in the first place is what like was the start of your time you know what i'm saying because when i when i have that feeling of when a man is is going to approach me that's the instant 60 the 60 second um time watch i'm stopping my watch all right 60 seconds boom because like i at that time period once it's up i'm, I'm going to act like i don't even hear you you know what i'm saying mm. yep. Yep. Mm. The dropping some gems in here today man i just want to say thank you for everybody who's leaving voicemails, everybody who is in here live. Um, this show, you know, we usually do on Wednesdays and Saturdays, but Shan, she does a show, the triple R's. I'm, I call it the triple R's. I like that shit. But yeah. you, yeah, go ahead. I need you to actually tell these people about the Friday shows, please. So the Friday show that I do at least twice a week with Dungeon, um, AKA Jay on uh, IG, we do it on here on stereos called the real relationship rapport. And, um, you can find the episodes on your podcast platforms also, but we really just pick like a topic that is relationship esque and we really like dissect it. And we do long ass episodes. Like it might be two hours to four hours that we just go in and we just dissect this particular relationship topic and um we've been having some good ones and for the most part uh dungeon comes up with all of the topics and we really just go in and just just kill it yes yes indeed ladies and gentlemen i think y'all need to go ahead and set your calendars because uh, another episode is coming and you know i'm gonna be in the room i'm I'm leaving my comments this friday we doing another episode is lit. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. See, and this is what you call friendship right here. Most friends are like, oh, no, 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 fuck that. I need y'all to go listen to every episode, all four hours, whatever they decide they're going to do it. They're going to do fucking eight hours. You know what? It's a marathon. And I know, you know, some ladies, you know, they like marathons, according to the Twitters. 
uh, according yeah. to the Twitter, y'all, y'all like the marathons. Uh, um, I, I did learn, and this is my little sex joke of the day. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, apparently, according to the Twitters, um, women don't like being tri- uh, penetrated and having their ankles licked at the same time. That's a new one for me. What? That, that's that, that is that is a new one. We'll, we'll touch on that in, in a minute. Just, you know, put a pin in that one. But that was definitely something that when I heard it, I was like, somebody's lying. Somebody's fucking lying. Um, but then again, like I, I've I've never actually. You know what? Let's just take like a five minute break from us. No, no, Greg, you can't. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, that up. Why are you licking angles? No, here's the thing. Um, it's not why you're licking angles. They're there. Um, so if you, if you are having intercourse with said person and their legs are already in the air, like nine times out of ten, you're kissing like the back of the leg, the inner thigh, the the the, the, the things of said nature, right? So you're doing all these things. And the ankle is there. It's the ankle is closest to the foot. Now, some women don't like their toes sucked and things like that, and that's fine. If you got ugly feet, fellas, I'm gonna tell you, like, if the woman has ugly feet, just kiss her on the ankle, lick her on the ankle, like that shit. It, it'll do the job. The ankle is probably the cleanest part of the body. Why? It's either protected <laughs> uh, by a sock, or uh, you know, yeah, just. Yeah, I, this, I'm just saying. A man cannot get my ankles if he's um, penetrating me because my ankles are tied behind his neck by the crossover. Yeah, okay. But the thing is, they, they have to get all there first. The, the thing is, they have to get there first. So the reason why I'm saying that though is like you're you're not going and like having a feast of the ankles. Like when you go and you initially like you're about to insert yourself, and mm. right before she puts her legs behind, you know your head and shit like that the ankles are just sitting there and they're looking at you and they look like they look <laughs> like like all all the ankle is is a leg knuckle right so basically you look at you're looking at it and you're like you know what i, I just want i want to kiss her on the ankle inner thigh inner leg ankle it's there it's just like a sequence of things so you kiss all three spots but you stop at the ankle you kiss her on the ankle real nice and i'm telling you she'll say something to you it might be in like you know espanol or something shit like that but yeah she gonna like that and if you, you know, fellas, like a lot of women don't like their toes sucked. Trust me, this is a whole nother debate for a whole nother day. We're going to have the, I think Saturday, we're going to talk kinks. The reason why we're going to talk kinks is because I have in my mind on the Saturday show about this docket of this, these kinks. Because I've heard some of the wildest shit mm-hmm. in the week that we didn't do the episode. Um, yeah. I'm actually, I'm absolutely going to surprise Shan with a lot of the shit that I've heard. But you know what? Let, let's get back to approaching versus pursuing because oh. yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell y'all that this ankle shit, this ankle play, uh, so to speak, is bad for you. But apparently, women like it, according to the twitters. Oh my god! Listen, the communication shouldn't be dependent on, especially with technology, because that's how things get misconstrued, misinterpreted, context get taken out of what is meant to be said is just it's there's a lot of confusion all over in every direction in every aspect and so i feel like it just leaves for me personally from my personal experience that it just leaves room for just giving excuse later on to be like well i thought you had meant this but it really was that you know what i'm saying because it's it's too much emojis and pictures and video messages and voicemails and just FaceTimes is too much, you know what I'm saying? So I just think we just get distracted in a background of technology, not focusing what's really on a on a stage of how everything is set up, you know what I'm saying? So that's just me personally, though. I hear you. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot out here, man. It's 
lot. Hey, she gets it, Pod. Hey, hey, Greg. Um, I totally agree. I think that right now the dating market is saturated. I'm happily married. I've been married for 11 years, been with my husband for 16. And when me and him met, we didn't have like social media. We didn't have, we barely even text each other. If we wanted to see each other, get to know each other, we had to meet each other somewhere or we had to talk on the phone for extended periods of time. People don't even have good conversation skills anymore. They don't even know how to express themselves because all they're doing is texting. And so when all you're doing is texting and then you have all these avenues to meet so many different people. So like you have the online dating sites, you have Instagram, you have all types of ways to meet people that you usually would not cross paths with. I think that people start getting a little spoiled and they start looking for perfection where there is none. And then it starts making the dating. Yeah. Oh, I think she probably had another voicemail. But let me just say this really quick. When it comes to like what she's saying, absolutely agree. A lot of these people that I see that are doing like the online dating and stuff like that, it's just instant gratification for them. They have no intentions of actually meeting these fucking people. They literally just like they're getting their what you call like they're getting their egos boosted a little bit because it's like yo, like sixteen guys from this app want me, and it's like yeah, but the thing is like you're never going to meet them anyway. So it's like, <laughs> it, it's like, what the fuck? Like, it, it's just weird. It's, it's, it's almost like dating has become like the Instagram. Like, like sometimes I like shit on Instagram and didn't even look at the shit. I'm like, you know what? I'm friends with them. They posted something. Boom. I'm gonna like that shit. And it seems like dating's the same way. That's why like dating has gotten so simple where all you have to do is look at somebody's photo and be like, I fuck with them or not. I don't even care if they don't read good. I don't care if they have six toes and nine fingers. Like, you know what? They look good. Swipe, what is it? Swipe, right, swipe. Either way, you're swiping somewhere. But the thing is, you know what you're not swiping? That ass. And, you know, next voicemail. Shout out to her for that. Shameek, Lord Shameek. Yes, I absolutely agree. Like, I feel like this generation, on the approach of being disrespectful, calling a woman out her name, and just, you know what I'm saying? Basically getting treat like... Like, she's a bitch instead of a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, excuse my French, but I don't know. This is something with, I guess, society's mindset nowadays. It's just, it's it's on a whole other different plateau when it comes to approaching of just the opposite sex. You know what I'm saying? So, or even the same sex, it doesn't really matter. But it, it, I don't, I don't understand it at all. At all. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's mind it's mind boggling to me, but it's wow. Yeah, I, I think the reason why people don't know how to approach the opposite sex is because there's always somebody else. So even if they offend somebody, like imagine like if you go outside and you know you say something to somebody, and you know like say for example a guy he's cat calling you and you turn him down, or you just keep walking and he says something like, well you know b word this or something like that online instead of like having that what they do is just move on mm-hmm. like okay she, she's not interested in me cool somebody is that's why you know it's, it's just so easy it's accessible but again that also happens to be because people don't have people skills it's easy to be the most entertaining like you know you know casanova if you want to call it i haven't said casanova since the fucking gerald lavert album but you know uh, what i mean um yeah. But you know, you know what I mean. Like you know, guys can be who they are because they have the time to think this shit through. They're like, all right, like boom, I, I can go and you know be the nigga that I want to be to her, 
in a text message. But then when you meet this person in person, they're like, yo, what the, who are you? <laughs> who, who's the, who, who's the guy that I met in them fucking messages and them DMs that was like telling me all the shit that I wanted to hear. And then mm-hmm. he's telling you, sweetheart, that, that's exactly what you wanted to hear. But you know, I'm me, I'm, I'm said nigga right now. Like, you know, I'm just right now. I'm, this, this dating shit that that is tough. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey. Um, be happy you're married, Greg. Um, when it comes to like pursuing, it's it's consistently following up with a person, keeping in touch, engaging mm-hmm. beyond just the physical, beyond just the uh, verbal. Mentally, I'm connected to you. Emotionally, I feel something. We beyond just dinner are fucking. We share and we learn more about each other as we get to know each other. We level up together. Like we meet up, we go out. We are getting to know the people in your life. You're getting to know the people in my life. Like if it ain't that, then you're not pers- you're not actively pursuing anybody because you haven't learned anything new. Bingo. That right there. That right there. Yes, Lord. Mm, mm, mm. Wow, it's wow, it's interesting you say that because I feel like I also feel I guess this is from what I've been through. The the want to meet somebody winds up the want of meeting somebody if that makes sense. So say I feel like when when you find that soulmate that you wind up saying you needing, I feel like I've been in a situation where they needed the I needed the want of them, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't realize that until later on and I reflected back on it and I'm like, wow, that's what the whole goal was. Well, not the goal, but the lesson that I've learned in that. So it just put me on perspective as far as like seeing the need of somebody versus the want of somebody, you know what I'm saying? And the needing and wanting winds up being reciprocated and reciprocated, you know what I'm saying? So it just goes hand in hand, and I feel like, yeah, agreed. Mm. Go hand in hand. If you can't be an equal to the person, what the fuck they here for? Exactly. Balance me out. She gets it. She's speaking straight facts because I just feel like I know what my intention is, and you would know your intentions. But sometimes it'll be a cat and mouse situation and I don't want to play cat and mouse all the time you know what I'm saying yeah. sometimes I would want to be the cheese on the trap and you just come get me type of situation but mm. girl she gets it I got you girl we I feel like you here with me I feel you, you yeah. understand me because you get it all the way <laughs> all the way that's a fact you want you want like for me I will directly go to a man and be like, da 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 da. And he going to look at me with big eyes and be like, did you just say that? Yeah, I did. Because I don't, I'm not here to tit, tit for tat, tit for tat, tit for tat, and, and guess where it is going. I'm approaching you directly so you don't waste my time. I have somewhere else to be. What's up? But again, not every man is going to be able to handle that. And that's fine because I'm not going to be mad that someone that I was kind of interested in couldn't handle a certain approach I took. I just Mm -hmm. know that that's not the person for me. So I save my time. 
And that's why I want people to be more honest and be intentional about what it is that they're thinking, what it is that they want to do so they can stop wasting their time. Facts. Absolute facts. It's just common sense at this point. Yeah, I definitely agree. I, I don't personally have a problem with men asking women what they bring to the table. And right. I definitely think it's, it's, it's a man should ask that, you know. It's maturity. I, like, I don't want to know that you just out here every day, every weekend, every Friday night buying random women drinks because you're hoping yep. like she's worth it. No, I want to see like, what are you doing to make sure this woman is worth your time? Or or do you just pursue any old body like this in hopes exactly. that it's worth it? Yeah, but it's, it's, I think like a lot of dating, people try to present dating like a job application where it's like, all right, th- these are the things that this job wants and you can just lie your way through it. You really can't. Like eventually, mm-hmm. just like those jobs, like, yo, like that job's gonna be like, okay, you said that you were proficient in Excel. But then you get here and all you know, like, no, no. Don't know shit. shit. You don't know shit. Like, don't don't say you're proficient at dating and you're not proficient. Like, I need to know that, you know, when, you know, the the times get rough, like, you're not going to run. You're not going to cheat. You ain't going to do nothing stupid. Like, when it comes to asking questions, I want all the questions at the fucking beginning. Hey, by the way, have you killed somebody before? Do you have Mm -hmm. a baby mom or a baby father somewhere? Do you have a kid that I don't know about that I'm going to all of a sudden in three years when you and I get serious about talking about a family, this is going to spring up out of fucking nowhere. Do you like, these are the questions that you need to ask at the beginning. Are somebody going, you know, is someone going to get scared that you're asking these questions? Absolutely. Will you lose somebody? Yes. But the thing is the person you lose, they had shit to hide and you're better off knowing that that motherfucker is gone. than coming around the bend, knowing that you're happy with that person, but that person's incomplete because they ain't told you the whole fucking story. I just much rather people just know themselves and know the people that they're with from day one. That doesn't right. mean go and ask them how many sex partners they had, how many times they had their heart broken. No, but like, you know, you got to chip away at the wall. You have to start asking the important questions first, and then you get to the little, the nitty gritty, like over time. But don't take over time being two, three years. Like the first three months, I feel like, and this is my personal opinion. This is not financial advice. This is not dating advice. There ain't none of that shit. But when it mm-hmm. comes to it, You know, when it comes to dating someone, I would much rather ask all the questions I need to know in the first 90 days. Like, yeah, the important questions to me are the questions that I need to know if I'm actually going to pursue you long term, because 90 days to me is a probationary period for not only work, but for dating as well. If I can actually get to know you in those 90 days, it's like, okay, great. Like I've learned this person in 90 days. They can't lie to me. I've given you three months. I've given you 90 days. And the only reason I'm expanding it to 90 days is because like 90 days, is, it's like a good metric. Three months has, if you think like, if you look at the calendar, 90 days can encompass like a lot of things. Like if you start dating somebody today, right? You start dating somebody. What's, what's today's date? The fucking, um, 19. what? May night, May 19th, 90 days. What's 90 days from today? You, you go through fucking father's day fourth of july middle of the summer like if you dated somebody today and you started dating them 90 days you should know that person right you at at 90 days you should know that person there are people who have been dating for two fucking years and could not tell you about this person i don't ever 
want anybody. And mind you, like you know, I'm married, so I you know I really don't have a dog in the fight. I gotta say that. But I personally, if I were to ever be on the singles market and I had to learn people, they would be annoyed with me. I would rather people leave because I wanted to get the information versus staying with somebody and I know nothing. So, you know, hopefully other people think the same way. Don't be stupid and be dating people just to be dating them, hoping that you get to know them and you're telling you half the shit. Know all that shit in 90 days. That's all I'm going to say. And don't be fooled because some people are really out here lying the whole 90 days when they could just yep. be honest. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the thing. How the fuck, why would you? That's what oh, it's always bothered me. Like, why in the fuck do you lie about shit? To, it, it's like you spent more time lying. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I ain't about the shit than just telling me the truth. I probably would have accepted the truth. There was, okay, not a, not a story, but just like a slight thing. Like there was a girl that I was dating um, and, you know, she was giving me, you know how, you know, when we were younger, when I say we were younger, like maybe like 10 years ago, when people were like, okay, I'm gonna make him wait, you know, three months, six months, something like that. You know, she goes and she tells me, you know, after three months, she was like, I didn't think you're going to be around for this, you know, that long, blah, 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 blah. And the reason why, you know, she thought I wouldn't be that, you know, around that long is because she thought that, you know, I was only for the sex. And I was like, no, I'm definitely here for sex too. Like, don't get that fucked up. I'm here for that too. Like, what the fuck you think this is? Like, I'm, I'm still, you know, at this point, I'm still a hoe in this time, you know, in, in this phase of my life. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, I want to get to know you. So, you know, we're going through the 90 days, blah, 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 blah. But she's telling me that, you know, I just want to let you know, like, you know, I, I take you seriously. And, you know, we, we we are dating and things like that. And, you know, we, we get through the 90 days, but we, we aren't having sex. Um, but then she, she comes out and says something that I, I should have caught, but I didn't. Newsflash, you know, I guess flash forward, she tells me in this conversation that, you know, she was still getting over an ex. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that means you're still fucking him. Like, you know, that, that's what I'm saying. And she, she hits me with the, well, why would you, that was her way of trying to get me out was basically when I said like, oh, are you still having sex with him? Knowing mm-hmm. good and damn well she was, you know, that was her cue of being like, oh, he don't trust me. It's like, it's not that I don't trust you. It's the fact that you're giving me all the cues of saying, you know what? I can't get rid of this nigga. But the thing is, it's easy to get rid of somebody. You can easily like, be like you know what? I'm actually dating somebody. It's been three yeah. months that I've been dating you. 90 fucking days. You know what? My ex, they can go. But she wouldn't let this ex go because he's still fucking her. And I was like, okay, cool. So when we had the conversation, she's like, you know what? You know, he's, you know, we're, we're not dating. You know, he and I aren't dating. He's the past. I was like, are you still fucking him now? And she says to me, she's like, well, that's none of your business. I was like, okay, so I got my answer. Thank you so much. Yeah, what when she said when she said that, I was like, oh, so we're done here. You have a good time, you know, blah 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 blah. Woo, woo. So then, you know, naturally, and her, you know, for her to be defensive, you know how it usually happens when you're guilty, you instantly get defensive. So she goes and she was like, well, why are you acting like that? She was like, I didn't tell you I fucked him. But I was like, but the thing is, the way you're presenting you yourself right now, telling me you did. I'm not a dumb dumb. Yeah. yeah. So she goes and she was like, well, you know, 
I wanted to see if, you know, you you actually wanted to be with me for me. I was like, no, you didn't, because you were still getting fucked on the side. Like, imagine me going and saying, like, yo, I want to get to know you. I want to date you, but I won't give you dick. But meanwhile, I'm going and dicking someone the fuck down. So she was like, well, who knows with you? You could have been fucking anybody. And I was like, the thing is, I could have. But I thought we were of the, the mind frame of me getting to know you, you getting to know me, and you had already set the standard for me. So I'm abiding by, you know, I'm abiding by your law. Your law was we ain't fucking. So I'm like, okay, I can easily go out here and fuck somebody else. But I like you. You like me. But the thing is, you out here talking about, you know, you're having an estranged relationship with a nigga you can't get rid of because he's fucking you. And I was like, I'm not even mad at homeboy. I'm mad at the fact that I, I could have been, I could have had 90 days of nut. That, that's the fucked up part for me. Days you know, of- yeah. And the thing <laughs> is, she got offended by that. My thing was, I didn't waste my time. I wasted my nut. Because here's the thing, I can get to know anybody for 90 fucking days. I go to work for 90 days. <clears throat> I, I go and do, like, imagine the things you can do in three fucking months. We've been in a pandemic for fucking six years, and it, it still feels like it's only been a month to me. So I'm, I'm fine with that. But when she went to that, I was like, yo, I'm getting to know you, you're getting to know me, but the thing is, you're still getting dipped. And I'm fi- here's the thing, I'm fine with that. I'm not petty, because I know for a fact that you need to get pleasure just like I need to get pleasure. My mm-hmm. sense of pleasure was trying to get to know you because I was like, okay, we're, we're at the end of this road. We're at the end of this road and we're talking about it. But right when we're, you know, how can I put it? Right around the 90 day mark when she would, you know, because I already knew. She was like, you know what? I, I got to get to know you for, you know, at least three months in order to figure you out to make sure that you actually are here for me. At that point, I was like, all right, either she's fucking somebody else or she really is, you know, she's on the celibacy kick or she honestly wants to get to know me to make sure that I'm serious. So I was like, let me show her that I'm serious in order to, you know, show that I'm official. And I'm not trying to be the hoe that I once was. So I'm telling her these things that I'm also like, you know, practicing what I preach. Meanwhile, she is out here getting fucked on every end of the bed. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. <laughs> this is like, mo- 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 here's the thing. Most people would probably be offended by that. They, w- they would go and listen to the fucking Donnell Jones album. They'd be like, you know, where, where, you know, where I want to be and all. No, no. For me, I'm like, yo, like I can. Sex is sex is nothing. Sex is fun. It's mm. enjoyable. But the thing is, I want to enjoy with the person I've wasted 90 days with. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm completely fine with, you know, getting to the tail end of that. And the thing is, men will wait. I, I think women, honestly, do, and I don't want to be, like, completely disrespectful to all women. But there are some women who really think men won't wait. These are the same women who have guys that honestly have been trying to fuck them since high school. And they still message them. Trust me. We, we, we don't mind playing a waiting game. The issue is, like, are they playing a waiting game and fucking somebody? Or playing a waiting game and honestly just like, you know what? Whatever it takes, I- I'm going to wait that long. So for me, I was option B. I was like, you know what? She said 90 days. Cool. 90, I can wait. I'm cool. But the thing is, she started to chip away at herself when, you know, she started getting defensive around like fucking day 75. Around day 75, she was like, oh, shit. Like, we're getting to the tail end of this shit. And I still haven't got rid of the nigga that I'm fucking. So she started to do little shit like start arguments. I'm like, yo, you realize you're just arguing with yourself. How, how did this argument start? We arguing about fucking movie tickets. How, how? And, you know, that was her way of trying to get rid of me. And I was like, okay, if you want to get rid of me, I'd rather you just say that shit. So, you know, we get into this, like, little spat or whatever. And then she goes and she says what she says. And the next thing you know, you know, I told her, I was like, yo, like, I already knew these things because you acting funny. So then she was like, well, how would you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, uh, I mean, it's right there for you. Like, I mean, and the fact that you're defensive, you're giving me all the evidence I need. Fast forward. Fast forward to, what was today's date? Today is the 19th. Fast forward to about six days ago. Who's on Facebook Messenger? Who's still my friend on Facebook? Because, you know, my mm. thing is like, I, here's the thing. 
a- anybody who knows me, my petty knows no ends. I will fuck you and keep you as a friend on Facebook just so you can see the growth. J- just so you can honestly see me thrive. And she's a friend on Facebook because I'm posting pictures of the baby and all the stuff like that. She, she messaged me and she's like, oh, well, I see you're doing so well for yourself, blah, 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 blah. And me, I, I had a couple drinks. So I said this to her. I was like, you still with that nigga? Mm. But mind you, I listened to Drake that day too. So, you know, naturally. And she said to me, she was like, oh, you, you got jokes. I was like, you should listen to the podcast. So I hope she's listening tonight, by the way. Fellas, let, <laughs> let, this, let this be a notice to you. Be petty, but wait it out. Just, it's a process. Trust the process. It always wins. But back to these voicemails, though. Back to you. I feel like what you said, I feel like it works both ways because I know men that mm-hmm. you know, make sure their dick stays wet while they they are pursuing this one particular particular woman because being indecisive about what she wants and to me you can't be upset no one if you're not anything about someone being single and fucking who they fuck now what you can be upset with is if what you did you asked her a blatant straightforward question and she answered you with a question that tells me Mm -hmm. that you're you have a problem with being honest there's yep. something where I can't trust you and you're not ready for what I thought you were ready for. Therefore, I am wasting your there time. You it's the right thing. But at the same time, women are out here that get upset that men are out here like having uh, a dick wetter. Yep. In the process of trying to get to know if you are it. And yeah. are going to be men. My thing is like, don't ask questions to shit you're not ready for the answers to. Bingo. And don't sit out here with this assumption that you're the only one that he sees and the only one that he will be willing to do X, Y, and Z for because you're not. There are people in full-blown relationships thinking like exactly. because they're doing the best and they're doing the most and they don't complain that this person is completely happy. No, they still want that other punami on the side. Exactly. No, trust me, as, as a married man, I can tell you this for a fact. I know my wife's type, but I also know what she would literally get away with. If she mm-hmm. wanted to cheat or she wanted to step out or something like that, what the fuck am I going to do? You're going to mm-hmm. do what the fuck you're going to do. And honestly, yeah. either I'm going to eat that shit or I'm going to leave. Not to yeah. the I'm going to be completely honest with everybody here that's listening. If that were to ever happen, I'm probably going to stay. And the reason why is I see y'all dating in the singles market. I can live with you cheating <laughs> I'm completely fucking fine with that. And so, somebody would be like, yo, great, that's a little bit too honest. It's the fucking truth. It is the fucking truth. And I, I really don't want to be disrespectful to people. But I'm like, okay, if you go ahead and you step out and you go and, you know, you go get some dick, fine. I, I can live with that as long as you're honest about it. I don't want you lying about it. I don't want you going and making up some fucking story talking about me and my homegirls went out and I blacked out and then I woke up with dick in me. Oh no, God. tell me, you know what? I got some dick and, you know, you are not like, okay. And for me, full transparency, my wife and I have been together, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. So the to me, it would be absolutely ridiculous for me to be like, yo, my wife has never thought about what another dick would feel like in 10 years. That would be fuck. That would actually be the dumbest fucking thing on planet Earth to ever think. 
Now, somebody be like, well, what if she's faithful? You can be faithful and still be thinking about what you, yo, mm-hmm. you know how many, we, wa- we watch football together, UFC, these niggas with muscles and shit like that. Meanwhile, me, I'm like, yo, like I've been trying to find my six pack for three years. Where the fuck is that? <laughs> so I, I would be, I would be foolish to think that like, yo, like if Will Smith, the, you know, not even a celebrity, a nigga that she's just honestly attracted to, if he said the right things. And he put some game in her ear and she falls for that shit. I can't be mad at that. I honestly could not be mad at it. That's why it's always weird for me when I hear single people talking about, oh, they, they want somebody who's going to be completely faithful. I'm like, yo, you can't ask for somebody to be faithful when you can't even find somebody. Like, yeah. does that make sense? Like, yo, like, how the fuck you tell people, oh, yo, I want the perfect man who's going. Here's the thing. There's no, nobody is perfect. There's no fucking thing. Yo, I'm, t- I'm saying this now to you. To anybody who is listening, if Ari Lennox ever answers my DMs back, it is, hey. it, it is fucking on. And you know this shit. It is law. And my wife knows she know. Like, that, you know, if somebody, if her, Lauren London, fucking uh, Joy Taylor, like, she knows mine. She, she knows the, the, the three. <laughs> she, she knows that roster. If they hit me up and say, yo, what is good? I'm like, yo, you tell me. She. Yes, Ari Lennox answered my DM like, girl. No, it's a it's a fact though. <laughs> like, you know, that, that's why I find like you know you, you everybody like you know the, the the rule of thumb is to be faithful. Yes, you're supposed to be faithful, honor your vows, and all all this other stuff. Yes, but we're not gonna sit here and act like you just you know once you end up in a relationship, you end up in a fucking box. Like, oh, I can't look at people, I can't see people. That's not the relationship you need to be in. Honestly, that's- you know. I, I tell people, like, you know, the wife, too. I'm like, yo, like, did you see her ass? Why her ass look like that? Why is it, why is it so fucking big? Yo, we're we going we gonna to look at that ant booty. We're going to look at that shit. Yes. Every fucking time we're going to look at it. We're going to be like, yo, like, you see her titties? You see her ass? If you can't have a relationship where you two can look together, like, you know what? If, if we wanted to, we could both have her. That's the type of healthy shit that you want. If I can't have that, I don't want it. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, again, you know, I, I went on my tangent, and I, sw- I swore I wasn't going to do it this episode. Let- let's just go back to the voicemails. It's a I'm big I'm so loose. It's okay. Like, people are out here doing what they do. Just be honest. You know what I'm saying? You can't hog everybody and stop trying to put pussy on ice and dicks on the rocks. Facts. Yeah, Shannon, you gotta you gotta give a little oh, both sides of the ankles. Hit all four sides. Ah, ankles, yes. Yeah, good kissing, kissing. Oh. Shit, a, a little quick lick on the Achilles heel too. Stop. You, you, so Shannon, you really thought I was joking about that though? You thought you Yes, thought because I don't want nobody oh. licking oh. Man, listen. I'm telling you, you, you lick her on the back of the heel, the ankle. Man, listen. No. I'm telling you. Man, you you ever seen you ever seen like uh, a fucking like when you turn your sink on and to accidentally go in like two different directions? That's what that squirt gonna look like. I'm. T- I don't. I don't want to bite my ankles, but I do like women bite my thighs. See, look at see, look at you. I'm telling you, you you gonna look like them them million dollar mansions with the you know the front lawn with the the thing that come up and it spray all you the water. See me? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I can't. Greg, what you talking about being famous? Y'all are already famous. I just, I got invited to a threesome recently just because somebody said they heard me speaking on you guys' podcast. I was like, yeah, that was me. They're like, oh, for real? Uh, you know them? I said, I know them personally. Yes, yes. Very close friends of mine. <laughs> <laughs> 
before we get to the next voicemail, I, w- I want to say this. Um, I, I, I resident, one of my favorite people, Alyssa, she, she actually showed up. I, I messaged her. I was like, yo, this is your episode. This, this is the episode that you need to be on and leave your comments. Not only did she leave the comments, she showed up for the right episode, which is approaching versus pursuing um, and dating, obviously. Um, Shan, you know, you know, she is the friend that she usually, she gives us the content of the you messages the that she gets. Yeah, boy. I, I'm absolutely, I'm terrified to see the shit that she gets this episode. But let, let's keep getting these previous voicemails and then we'll get to Alyssa. So. Look, a lot of these people have issues with relationships and things like that. What would cut out majority of that kind of stuff? Pursuing and approaching that. Your relationship is at the next level, right? If you don't even mind your girl or, you know, your boy or girl flirting with someone, right? But then at the end of the day, that heart would always belong to you, even if they're flirting with someone and they, they're so chill with that and they're okay with that. I even have, like, a friend where, you know, I have a guy mate where her girlfriend works in the industry where they have to be topless and shit like that. And I and I always wanted to know how their relationship is like steady and it's not like you know they don't fight about that kind of stuff. So it makes me wonder, you know, if people just forget about all those little small things. And can you imagine that though? That was that has to suck, man. I mean, it depends on the personality of both people, but I feel Mm -hmm. like. That shit is fine. Like, people are going to flirt because people have vision. But my thing is, like, how do you, as the one that's in a committed relationship, uh, act on it? That's where the problem starts. If you're acting on it and you're doing things Mm -hmm. to encourage uh, uh, disrespectful behavior, then that's when you have a problem. But if you're not encouraging it and you keep it just work, and when I leave Mm -hmm. here, like, you better respect me like somebody on the street and not what you think, but it's fine. But you know, it's not for everybody. Agreed. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are actually addicted to the chase. It's not even, even if they're in a relationship, some of them really don't even want anybody else. They're addicted to the chase or they're addicted to being chased. And Mm -hmm. with the saturation in the dating market, I don't think it makes it any easier. It's just like, okay, on to the next one. That's what everybody is on now. Oh, I ain't worried about this. I ain't worried about this. It's just on to the next one. But I think it, it just takes too much work and too much energy, too much heart to actually stick in there and figure it out with people. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so instead, people are escaping with, oh, I just don't give a fuck. Fuck these hoes. Yo, if you and if you and Dungeon want to like do a spinoff, mm-hmm. the, tit- the title has to be Addicted to the Chase on to the next one. Because that voicemail right there, the fact that she depicted it and I could picture that in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need you. I need you and Dungeon to, you know, schedule that one. Cause who, who, my lord. Wait till Stereo does like this update where we can have like one to five people. It's going to be a wrap. Yeah, I'm going to be drunk for half of those. I'm going to tell you that now. <laughs> I'm going to be drunk for half of them. Oh, my God. Like, Thank you. you I absolutely do. agree with you. Right. Like, just because just it sounds like it's good to me, it's something that's good that's worth the truth you know what i'm saying like just because it sounds good don't mean it's the truth like it just sounds good because you're trying to be 
the gentleman, the situation, which I understand you should be, you have to be, but like when it comes to, I feel like how you, when, when, um, this is just my personal experience, how you're approaching a situation, you should speak from the heart and speak how you really feel, speak your mind, speak your peace. You'll feel a whole lot better. That way you don't have to keep continuously just being respectful Thank about you. your opinion. That's your opinion. That's how you feel. That's your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? So yep. I don't want to take yep. that away, but that's just per- me personally speaking, though. No, I feel you. I, it has to suck knowing that you like you want to be happy with somebody who actually just gets you. And because mm-hmm. that's everybody, like, that's like the number one thing that people want in a relationship. You want the person to like get you without having to like conform and be like your representative or be somebody who's like the person that just is conforming to you, if you want to call it that. So the fact that she's saying is like, oh, like nobody wants to be with somebody who's just like the person that you want them to be. Like, I don't want the fucking perfect person. They agree with everything. They finish my, fuck that. Do not finish my sentence. Fact check me and be like, no, motherfucker, that's stupid. That, that don't make no sense. No, no that, that's what I want. And I would assume that most people want the same thing. Like, so- People don't want mentally challenged. And I'm yes. not saying that in a negative sense. I'm saying like someone that, you know, gives them like an edge, like, ooh, like I love being a person because I just feel like they're always teaching me something or putting me up on game, something that I didn't know. I come back smarter than when I left. Yep. Yeah. But a lot a lot of people just honestly aren't happy and that's because they haven't been alone. And a lot of people who haven't been alone, they're always chasing somebody to be with them so they can feel complete. I'm like, yo, you ain't complete. You just always with somebody. Like, sometimes you just need to go and sit and time out for a minute. It's okay to have a couple months to just learn you. Just be who the fuck you want to be. Or honestly, learn who you are. Um, Everybody knows it. Sometimes it's you. Um, It's been me before. It's probably been Shan before. I can't speak for Shan, but I know for a fact it was me before. Just sometimes you just need to go ahead and just, like, be the Homer Simpson gift. Just back into the bushes and be like, you know what? I'm going to work on me for a minute. I'm going to take a break from the social medias. I'm going to go ahead and take a break from dating. Honestly, I'm going to stop hanging out with my friends a little bit because they might be a bad influence. I'm going to honestly just go ahead and sit back. What do I want? Draw a Venn diagram of exactly the things that I like and dislike and then come to terms with the fact that, you know what? It actually might be me. And once you do that and you have that revelation, then you can go back to the streets. Regardless if you go into the streets for the, the, the sex or the, the ankles and shit like that. Either way, just take some time for you to learn you. And I wish a lot of people in 2021 would do that. Y'all had a year. 2020 yeah. was a reflection. 2021 should just be kind of like the like the resurrection of who you are. Like, the who's the new you? And how can you present yourself to the person that you want? So hopefully y'all are doing that shit. Presenting yourself as the new you. Not the like that little meme that everybody posts on December thirty first of the woman walking up the steps talking about New Year, New Me. No, who are you? <laughs> I like, hate it. I yeah, um, like who? It's too many people out scared of their own company, like you said. Yep. And, um, I've never like been in a relationship because I don't want to be by myself. I'm kind of like the opposite. I I feel like I be pressure not pressure like girl you better be with me like like cornered like we do this we do that so we might as well do this you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's not because i'm just like i want you to be this 
to me. I want you to be this for me. I want us to be this. It's like, eh, if you do, eh, if you don't, like, but at the same time, I think I'm the opposite of that shit where I spend so much time by myself that I don't even give a fuck about doing it with somebody. But the note, you notice what you said is like, you spent time with you. A lot of people can't spend time with themselves because they got to be around people. They have to be with somebody else in order for them to be who they think they are. Now, sometimes just sit by you, figure you out. And you can't, you, cl- you clearly can't be with other people because that's all you think about is other people. So Shan, that's why her fucking name is She Gets It Pod. And mind you, she got a podcast by the name of She Gets It Podcast on all your streaming platforms. And I think you need to go ahead and just fuck with it. But outside of that, she gets it. Listen, and don't forget to check out Young Black and Bother with Greg. Because listen, I'm I'm my issue be when a man is upset with me, I don't even be mad that he upset. Mm. <laughs> like that's real. I mean, that's real. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, good night. You know, I'll talk to you tomorrow, or I might not talk to you tomorrow if you're upset, but that's okay. Like that's not gonna move me no way because whatever you're upset about. It's a truth about a situation that you don't like the response or the result or the answer, but I'm not going to fix the truth to be a lie so you could be temporarily happy. Facts. Now, I, I, I guess I have to say this. We, we've been talking a lot, meaning me. I, I've been talking a lot. I'm going to shut up for the next 10 minutes. I ain't saying a fucking word. I'm not going to reply until I get Alyssa's reply which is honestly one of the more recent ones so mm-hmm. we're gonna get through these voicemails so we can actually get under that nine plus before they try to freeze us and tell us we can't take voicemails again so Shan, if you if you don't mind want me to run through these things like the train oh, oh lord <laughs> that's a, currently yes it's currently what i've experienced because i feel like of course is always i'm i want to have self-confidence and self-love and you know i love myself unconditionally and always will always have it's just the fact that i'm now in a position of being in another room i yet have to like keep up a certain type of um lady-like intentions you know what i'm saying so i just feel like it's it's definitely it may not be a a literal thing that's happening but it's a, a mental thing it's another woman yet in the space of control, you know what I'm saying? It's a control thing at the end of the day when you see another woman or another man and you're like, wait a minute, okay, I I, I was the shit before I walked in, then now I, it's another man I have to compete with. But that's the mentality that you're thinking in your head, but yes, all the way. Agreed. Oh my God, I agree. Like That, that has to... All I'm going to say is I, I'm glad I'm out the game because, boy... um competition is a bitch and them online dating sites that, that's the fucked up part Shane. like i know i know she's on mute but like the competition it's already bad but it's like oh there's so many people it's like you're competing with like the other 149 pokemon you're like you know what like i'm mute but they keep liking charizard what the fuck like no this i had to leak the fatty <laughs> oh my jesus christ she's <laughs> saying you get it because I feel like that's been a situation for me. It's been on the other hand. Like, I feel like it would be times I would, what what would I honestly genuinely bring? Like, I know how great of of an individual I am. Like, I'm very selfless. I'm caring. I'm kind. I'm considerate. So, I, I just feel like at times that wasn't enough. You know what I'm saying? So, it'll be times where I'm questioning myself, like, 
what do I really give back to it? You know what I'm saying? What other than how my characteristic is? You know what I'm saying? Because I know I have the capabilities of obtaining, you know, a relationship or continuously dating somebody. But what do I really, you know, can I what can I really bring to the table just as well? You know what I'm saying? So it just had me think about those situations as I'm dating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, most of my battles be like, do I want, do I want somebody? Do I want, do I want to have to explain my day to somebody because they're my person? Hell no, nah. I like the fact that I ain't got to say shit. Yep. Like, no. The hell? I'm good. That's Lord for me, because let me say, y'all can just tell by the tone of your voice, you just real clean cut. You probably be looking like the Lord himself in a suit, and you just be paying it up, saying these streets up, left and white, with your walk and your stride and your confidence and your self-love and just, you know, carrying yourself as a Lord as you are, you know what I'm saying? Because only the Lord looks presentable and just clean cut and just like a king, you know what I'm saying? No. No, 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 not a king, a lord. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, I like can just lord. tell. Just it, it, you got that demeanor in your tone and voice is very stern, very assertive, very passionate. But but a little bit, you know, get to the point of what you're saying. You're very respectful in your tone. I can tell just by your tone. You got to be a fine man. You have to be. But you know, shout out to Lord Shabik in the building. Hey, whoa! Hey. You, you you heard that right? You whoa. heard that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey, she said, I like your tone. That, that, that's what that's when you know you got her. She said, I like your tone. I like your tone. And knowing that the heart would always belong to them, I think that would cut out a lot of these play yard stuff and a lot of these small cheesy stuff to pull on your partner kind of thing. Um, back in the old days, like the medieval times, a lot of people had to be in forced relationship because back then we used to have kings and queens, right? But then, um, even though that they could do that for the king and queen, the one thing that they could never get was the heart. And that's the reason why I speak by saying that I think a lot of stuff would be, a lot of issues would be more relaxed and chilled if you know that you had a good chat with your partner and nothing can, you know, their heart could never be for someone else. And it's always... Yes. Yes. When you know that you're dealing with somebody who only sexually or mentally vibes with people that they mentally on the same level with, you're not worried about somebody coming through and flirting and uh, trying to persuade because you know how your person is. Like, he don't got it. He don't got it. I could leave her in the room of men and I know I'm going to come back and things going to be legit. Mm-hmm. And to me, Lord. if man doesn't have that confidence about himself when it comes to his woman, why am I with you? Yep. Yo, no confidence, no haps. I can't do it. Like, it's, <laughs> there's never... Yo, like, I, I just don't get that shit. Like, confidence is honestly, like, the number one trait. Like, if you don't have confidence, what the fuck do you have? You have nothing else. There's, 
you you ain't cute. What, what was that? Uh, there was a fucking. Uh, it wasn't even a gif. It was like a, a meme or like a video from Beyond Scan Straight when Homeboy was like in, in prison or whatever. He was like, "Well, you're not cute. You look dusty." That, that's how I feel about that shit. If you don't have confidence, like, no, like if you do not have confidence, why are you here? Like, just go away. Don't go away permanently, but definitely just go and like reevaluate you. Stop stepping outside of the house and you don't have confidence. Yeah. Stop going and like. Like I'm t- that's why a lot of like a lot of people's confidence is on fucking you know what? I, let me just say this: a lot of people's confidence is on like their phone. Like once they go and they like lock their phone or they turn the screen off, they have no confidence. That's why they don't meet nobody. That honestly, and I don't want to be disrespectful to people because I'm I'm not inferring that it's everyone. But there are a lot of people who are the personalities they are from their screen. But they are absolute cornballs when they turn their fucking phone off. Absolutely, a thousand percent of the time. So you know, I I, I just really hope that a, a lot of people understand. Like, yo, you have to be a personality both on and off, um, because you can be the perfect man, you know, in photos. You could be, you know, standing in front of a fucking liger. Uh, I'm sorry, I said a liger, like a tiger and a lion. That's funny shit. Thank you for the liquor. But um <laughs> liger, that's funny. But um basically what I'm saying is, you know, there are people who present themselves and especially on like dating sites, they'll have the perfect, you know, profile photo. They're standing on the beach, shirt off, the the six pack ass, they lotioned up and shit like that. But then when you realize like they sleep on an air mattress, you're like, wait, what the fuck? What what? Like where was where was the person that was telling me that they watched Game of Thrones and The Wire and all like yo that's not you like you don't even how you can tell how do you tell me you watch Game of Thrones and you don't have a TV in your room that's why you I don't even have a TV a wire yo. mama's basement yo. on his pallet yo th- and you know quick story time there was a girl that like back you know once upon a time when I was doing the online dating shit she told me that shit she was like oh I'm into Game of Thrones and Son of Anarchy and shit like that. And I was like, okay, cool. We we were kicking it and stuff like that. And I went back to her place or whatever. And it it just it dawned on me that she didn't have a TV. So I was trying to figure out how in the fuck did you watch these TV shows you told me that we agreed on, we liked? How did you watch them if there's no TV in your house? And she said to me, she was like, yo, she said she watched it from her phone. And I was like, how do you watch how yo? How do you watch yo? At that point, I already knew. I was like, Dayton is doomed. There's no fucking way humans should ever watch. How do you watch Game of Thrones on an iPhone? Next voicemail. Next fucking voicemail. I'm about to get upset just thinking about that shit. <laughs> Listen, big dog know what he be talking about. Because like, when a woman's leg is tight around his ankle, and See, like you in that position, it's like, when you're in a moment, you don't think about what you're even doing in the first place because you're so deep <laughs> up in the moment. But like... Yeah, tandem ankles up, looking all types of just see everything that has to do with ankle from the top to the bottom. You didn't even realize how how short of a width, depending on the woman's mm-hmm. foot, it really yep. is. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, he he know big dog know what's up. He see? already know how, how things used to be popping. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like as far as like mm-hmm. my personal experience. Like from my personal experience, he know big dog know what he was talking about. He know what he be saying. He be speaking some straight facts though. That's the truth. I'm telling you, fellas, listen, listen, and ladies too. I'm telling you, she got the white toes. 
like the white toenail polish. She got the, the nice white toes, and you know she she done went and got the little the the, the legs. She done got the the little the stubs. All that shit's gone, shit like that. Like she ain't got no stub around the ankle. Just go ahead and just kiss her on the ankle a little bit. I'm telling you, she, she gonna hit you. With, she gonna hit you with the quiver. Anybody, any man, any man that is listening to the sound of my voice, you know what the fuck the quiver is. That that's that shit where like her legs lock up real quick and she shake a little bit at the bottom, like right towards her heel. You know. The, the quiver. Y- y'all know what the fuck the quiver is. I hope y'all know. If you don't know what the quiver is, you need to. I need you to go and get familiar. Fellas, do not be afraid to put your tongue on women. Put your lips on women. I'm telling you, if you do that shit, I'm telling you, she's not going to be able to read good for a week. I can't. I, I, yo, I make sure to this day, even when I was out here being a hoe, like no woman that I've ever been with, and I ain't gonna, I don't want to sit here and like hype myself up. But the goal is to make sure she cannot read that Excel spreadsheet on Monday. I, I need her to go and yeah, make sure that Excel spreadsheet. She don't know the sales. She do not know the fucking sales. <laughs> uh oh, we that, got. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, she watched her phone. She used her cell phone data. Duh, Greg. <laughs> Bella, shut up. Shut up, man. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I hate this thing. <laughs> I hate it so much. I hate it so much. As people copy and paste in text messages and editing photo pictures and having fake locations on things, it's like you can create a whole facade through the internet and through texting and through FaceTime and whatever which way you you choose to communicate. But I think it's 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 a delu- It's an illusion. It has to be because. If it comes to a situation where, like, say you've been set up in a situation and you just meeting somebody first off the internet and you wind up in a situation that you didn't expect yourself to be in, but it's like that person has to realize you kept the facade up for so long when it comes to backing it up in real life, you end up in unwanted and unfortunate situations, you know what I mean? So I, I feel like you're taking a gamble, like, either way you go, to be honest with you, but. It's just it's something that happens though. Gamble, gamble, gamble. Greg got his pastor robe on today. He taking y'all to church on a Wednesday. <laughs> y'all have, the doors of the church are open at LMS. Please turn to the left. Turn to the right. You see your sister. You see your brother sitting next to you. Say Amen. 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 Yes, indeed. Okay, there, there's no sick and shut in list if her legs are locking. That's all I'm gonna say. Not her legs are locking. If her legs is locking, that pussy is talking. Okay. Yes. See, you know what? Okay. Now, mind you, mind you, y'all be thinking I'm the bad one. Y'all be thinking I be the one that be saying the wild shit. It's, it's never me. It is not me. It is my co-host Shan. It is her every single time. It is never me. I'm innocent. Actually, text me be like, when you try to make this pussy talk. No, I've, I've definitely everything you just explained, Big Dog was just everything. But I'm not gonna even lie, I've I've done that to a man before. I really have. I would do that until I ride it out until the the wheels fall off, and then then that's when some of them would catch on to it and be petty right back with me, and then some would be. It would take a little bit longer than I anticipated 
you know, from my original intent in the first place. So I've definitely have been guilty of what you just spoke upon all the way. Every all the way. I'm not gonna even lie. I've def I've been guilty of that all the way. Mm-hmm. Come on, come back. Owning her truth. Owning her truth. Gotta it be like like that sometimes. So if Ari Linux answer back to me. She ain't got to do nothing. She could just sing to me in my ear, and whoo, that's gonna be fact. the end of it. Ari, Ari Lennox, I'm gonna be singing. You thought she could sing? No, I'm gonna be trying to hit the same note she be trying to hit, and ooh, exactly. ooh, exactly. Yo, his, his okay. Quick story about Ari Lennox. Um, when the pandemic first began, like you know, people were kind of clowning on her because you know Ari had the whole situation where she didn't know how to like comb her hair straight and shit like that and stuff like that, and she had this real big glow up during the pandemic or whatever. But she had done that same song that she does with uh, Jasmine Sullivan. She had done it on Instagram Live, but it was just a song just with her. The um, how did, how did the song go? Uh, sit on it, right? So the, the sit on it song, and she had did the shit on Instagram Live. I was so drunk, I recorded the Instagram Live while she was doing the show, right? And I DM'd her not knowing that I was this drunk. And I said, Ari, guess what? We can recreate that shit. And then, you know, and, well, you know, Instagram, it'll let you know if they've seen it, right? So she had hearted the shit. And I was like, okay, uh-huh, yep. That's the type of carrying on I'm talking about. So, you know, basically, basically what I'm saying to you is this. Um, dear Ari Lennox, um, you can have it. You can have it all. You can have it all. You can, you can have it all. Here's your wife. Come mm-hmm. get him. Mm-hmm. Come yeah, take come him. Get me. Come get <laughs> me. Hey, I like that. Dick on ice and pussy on the rocks. I like that. Hey, that's <laughs> it. She got it. Yes. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We're terrible. Okay. We got a list. Ready to hear this story? Oh, shit. Wait, wait. Alyssa's already? We, mm-hmm. we got to Alyssa. Oh boy, let's go. Let's go. Hey guys, um, it's been a minute. Just glad to be here. Um, it's Alyssa. I jumped in late, but I jumped in for like the story about some girl making you wait 90 days. I think all that waiting is bullshit. It's just mm-hmm. bullshit. It's just an excuse. It's just bullshit. Like, if you, a girl is going to sleep, like a woman's going to sleep with a man if she wants to, period, when she wants to, that 90 day, like that means she, it's, it's a maybe, which means it's a no. And which means you got to go. Like, I don't believe in all of that. Like, it doesn't matter when you sleep with someone that's not going to make a difference yep. in my mind if there's a genuine connection or not. Like sex is cool. And for me, I'm going to have sex before I, uh, you know seal the like no. commit that's yeah. just how i am yeah. but yeah absolutely absolutely i i ever since her i have been of the magnitude of i ain't waiting for shit um and the reason why is like can you imagine and this is not to be disrespectful to the people who are like waiting for marriage and shit like that but you know where i'm going with this can you imagine dating somebody and you're saying you know what i'm celibate and you know i, I don't want to have sex with you right now blah 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 cool and then you know what you fall in love with this person this is the person this is your everything this is the person that you want to be with and then, like, the, the sex, it's not even subpar. This shit is like when you go to, like, McDonald's and you get a six-piece nugget, but they only give you four. And you're like, yo, I know I'm missing something. I just can't understand what I'm missing. You're missing two fucking nuggets. That's what you're missing. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to be in a situation where I'm ever, like, 
dating someone and they're telling me, you know what, let's just wait it out. I'm not waiting. Fuck that. The thing is, I need to know what that pussy look like. I need to know what it tastes like. I need to know what it smells like. More importantly, I need you to know the dick that you are being delivered. Mm. I, 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 I can't do it. Like, yo, again, not to be disrespectful to the people who are waiting for marriage and the people who are waiting. I ain't waiting for shit. If I got to wait, I don't want it. We, we're in the world where I can get my package in two days. Sometimes they send that shit. Honestly, it'll tell me two days. I wake up in the morning. That shit's sitting in my front door. Shout yeah, out to Amazon. But what what's the night gonna happen? Is the night with the bitches. Yo, can you imagine being like absolutely like you know enamored with somebody and you really like them, you really fuck with them, and they tell you like I don't know how it would be for a woman. I'm sorry, like I don't know as a guy personally though, I I can't at 34 if I were ever to be single like you know I go through the dating phase or something like that and a woman's like you know what I really like you I want to be with you but I, I want to wait I was like. So what the f- if if you telling me all the shit you like, why the fuck are we waiting? And she's like, oh, well, I just I, let's take our time. Here's the thing, I ain't got much time left on this earth. If mm-hmm. Corona ain't trying to kill us, something is. Usually the government, fast food, salads. Do you know how many they recall salads? That's how you know the world is already fucked up. I am not waiting on you and your B grade pussy. Absolutely not. You're either hey. we gonna fuck or you gonna have to go. And that's not saying, like, I have to have sex with every single woman. But my thing is, if I'm putting towards the effort for you and we're putting the effort towards, you know, each other, and we know for a fact this is what I want to do, this is what you want to do, the last thing we're going to do is sit and stew in that shit, thinking that, oh, yeah, the longer we wait, when we actually have sex, it's going to be the best sex. I'm telling you this now. If you make me wait mm. three, six months to get some some ass, you are going to get the best six minutes of your life. Because I'm Ooh. telling you. I am I am going to give you the chocolate thunder and it, it's going to I'm telling you it's going to be six minutes. I'm not giving you 45 minutes because you made me wait for six months. You're getting six minutes. And that is with all disrespect. I, I'm sorry. That's all you're getting. I'm giving you the, the, the hunch. You are no longer getting the, the fellatio and the licking and the ankles. No, mm-mm. you know what I'm here for. Pull them goddamn pants down. We we going to get this going. But again, you know, I, I don't. I, I don't said. I didn't said enough. Next voicemail. That's my homie chocolate. What it do? What it do? I'm surprised she ain't going crazy. But I, yo, you learn a lot about people. And she's a great person on this app. And shout out to my other favorite person in here. Check yourself. Hey, what it do? What it do? What it do? Okay. You, damn, that's all I be saying. You know, just let me know. It's not on what you say; it's how you say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, my feelings will be okay. I might be saying, "Damn, that's fucked up of you to say," but you know what I'm saying? At least you told me, and I don't have to go playing blues clues and door to explore to find out which message and which pathway you're trying to take. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense, though. Perfect sense. Fact. Shannon, I absolutely agree with you. Cause, like I said, I, I never considered myself to be super, super handsome. I ain't knocked down, making women go shit. But I walk with <laughs> big confidence, and I think that confidence is what really draws attention of women. You know what I mean? And yeah, 
I, I'm, I'm fine with leaving my woman in the in the midst of a bunch of men and they trying to holler at her because all I'm going to do is walk over there with my diddy bop and give her a kiss on the forehead and look at that man and say, hey, how you doing, bro? You having a good evening? And walk off with her. That's right. You got to give a little lick and you follow it up with a nice little blow. But we ain't turning that into this show. <laughs> but uh, yeah, get in tune with it. Get in tune with it. Ankle biting, all that.
the fact that she said it though, and she was so bold about the shit, I was like, yo, like I was actually intrigued at this point because uh, without like completely incriminating, basically what she told me, she was like, oh, like there are a lot of single men that want her, but the issue is they don't know what it takes to get her. And I was like, okay, that, that makes sense. Cool. So she says to the magnitude of, you know, a lot of women, like half the guys that they talk to anyway, already got girlfriends. So why not go with somebody who actually has somebody that they can't afford to lose? And I was like, oh, so you want like a whole nother level. Like you just to the ultimate extreme. That is like some, that is some really like, that's that Vin Diesel family, Fast and the Furious, like other level shit. Like she's thought this through. She sat down and said, you know what? What are the pros and cons? And the pros outweigh the cons for her and dating people who are actually ta- like attached to other people. And she's mm-hmm. fine with it. I was like, okay, if that's what you want to do. But I told her, I was like, yo, that's not how we get down. That, like, you know, when I say we, there's always a plus one with me. So, you know, I, I would have to go and ask some things, you know, between the wife and Ari Lennox because we are a team. So I'm just letting <laughs> you guys know this now. Um, yeah. Don't throw no pussy at me if you act like, you know, I'm telling you, I, I'm going to ask and I'm going to inquire. And you're going to be sitting there looking stupid because if you get a yes from, you know, my cohorts, then you're going to be upset with yourself. So just just think it through. Mm. Just think mm. it through. Expect me to give it up before 90 days is up. You dirty dog. Get off of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo. How, like how does that how does that work? Ninety days, like ninety days is already long enough. Like, do you know what ninety days is a summer? Mm. How how are, how are y'all walking around not getting sex for ninety days? That shit, yo, it makes me itch thinking about it. It makes mm. me itch. I, you know what? This podcast is sponsored by the Womanizer. You had, don't start that shit. Don't. <laughs> don't. It's 11.54. Don't you dare. I will not allow this. Mm-hmm. You better start that shit I do for tonight. Saturday. Okay? I ain't gonna do it tonight. I ain't gonna do it tonight. <laughs> Come in here with that shit. Um, okay, before I hit the these next uh, messages, I want to talk about a few ways on how you know that a man is pursuing you or a woman is pursuing you. What are, what is the verbiage? And the verbiage is because I think these young people today have no clue. Um, I just had a flashback last week where I I thought about people who are just friends of mine that I think initiated as being something else. But at that time, I was so dumb that I didn't. I didn't listen to what they were saying. So like when people say, why you ain't ever with anyone? They're not asking that as a friend. Like that's not, that's not a friendly question. Or if they say, I love watching you do X, Y, and Z. That's basically someone saying, I've been stalking your ass for months. And I love, you do this thing like I admire you that's someone telling you basically I admire your ass that's some lurking behavior somebody that wants something more if somebody says I love your style you always x y and z that means they've been repeatedly watching you and how you move and your actions and what you mm-hmm. say mannerisms to even look at somebody long enough to notice their mannerisms says something. 
if they say, um, man, you always listen to my problems. Thank you. Why are they so comfortable telling you their problems? Why are they so comfortable talking to you when they could talk to somebody completely different? Like all of those things, like key ingredients in, hey, I've been thinking about you for a while. This is your time to initiate something. Mm-hmm. But people, I, th- I feel like people look over that shit. That's actively pursuing somebody. If you say, if they say, I've noticed this about you, I'm basically telling you, bitch, I've been noticing you. I've been looking. I've been lurking. I've been seeing what you need. I've been seeing what you're not getting. I am completely available. What's up? But if you're a texting ass, FaceTiming ass type of person and you talk in emoji, you'll never understand this verbiage. So we just, we just all men and women have to get out of that, get out of our phones. I hate when I go somewhere and I'm in public and I look at and I count how many people's faces are in their phones and not looking around at the people in the space. Like, why are you at the lab if you're in your phones? Why are you at the bar if you're in your phone? Why are you out where they're playing live music if you're in your phones? Why did you get dressed? Why are other people dressed if you're in your phones? It makes no sense to me. Yeah. But that's honestly just, like, some people now. Um, Honestly, I'll, I'll be completely honest. Like, sometimes, like, I'll go to a bar. If the shit is whack, instead of leaving, I'll just, I'll pull out my phone. And it's not because, like, you know, I want to. Half the time, I have nobody I'm actually talking to. I'll be on Instagram just scrolling, looking at shit from 28 weeks ago and liking it. Because, you know, me, I I don't give a fuck. Um, But for the most times, like, you know, when it comes to, like, being in, like, these social circles and, like, public places and stuff like that, a lot of those people, they just don't have people skills. Um, Mm. they They aren't going to bar, like, for me... I don't go to a bar alone. I just, I'm not casually on a fucking Tuesday night being like, you know, you know what sounds like a good place to go instead of my couch? The bar. Like, no, <laughs> that's not me. Um, like usually Q and I, like before the pandemic, we would go and, you know, have drinks or something like that on a Thursday or something like that. That's something we would do. We would always do it together. That way we had someone to entertain us, even if we weren't entertained. And we would always go to a bar where either like it was a social setting with the person to the left of you or the right of you, they could talk, they had conversation for you. Or alternatively, you had something on the TV you can watch or the bartender. There was always something going on. But the issue, however, is now people just don't even deal with that. They will go to a place that's honestly a social setting. They will go somewhere with their friends and be out on the phone. It's like you you realize you could have stayed your ass at home. You could have actually been there and been completely fine. But some people don't do that because they have FOMO. They have fear of missing out because they're like, okay, if I don't go places and do things, then I'm not seeing, you know, I don't seem social. I don't feel like, you know, I'm a part of things. I'm missing something if I'm not there. But the thing is, you're not present to begin with. You were just there because, like, you know, you were expecting something. But all of us have done it. All of us have gone to a party knowing damn well we really ain't want to be there. But the reason why we went is because our friends promised us a good time. So you're like, okay, like y'all say it's going to be fine. I'm going to roll with y'all. I'm with it. I'm cool. And then you get there and you realize like, you know what? Just kind of whack. But instead of leaving, you just stay there. You just grab your phone, 
Trust me, I've been to the point, Shan, honestly, sometimes I'll go out and I'll have my little portable battery pack in my back pocket just in case my phone hit 40%. Oh, fuck that. That's the last thing I need to do at 2 a.m. is have a phone, you know, battery with a 10% alert. Absolutely not. I'll pull that motherfucking battery charger out real quick. I'm like, hey, uh, I don't know where we at, but you know what? We're going to charge this motherfucker up right here, right now, because I ain't going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere without my phone being at least 60% before we leave. I'll stay right in this bitch. If the club closes at 3 o'clock and my phone is at 15%, hey, y'all got an outlet or can I use the battery charger? Because we ain't leaving until I get this shit charged to 60. That is law. But mm-hmm. again, that's my personal opinion. We've hit the high hour of 12 a.m. Welcome yes, to Thursday. Still allow my things. Thank you for coming through. Being on this live with us. This will be on Loud Mouth Stereo Podcast. A couple yes, of days. Now, personally speaking, speaking to me, big dog, real talk, real talk, on some real, real talk, real talk. I want that prime time delivery within, you know what I'm saying? What, it depends on how the chemistry is and how that intellectual conversation is when we first get around each other and on that, you know, intimate date. But I definitely want yep. that prime time experience, though. I'm trying to see. Yeah. Just, just get a little quick little. You know, sample real quick. You know what I'm saying? Before I, you know what I'm saying? I can't just buy the whole car before I know how it drives first. You know what I'm saying? I got to get a feel for how, you know, if I can adjust to it, if I can, you know, handle the speed limit, the gas mileage, you know, all that good stuff that comes with a car. I need to know. I need to know. I feel you, big dog. I feel you. You ain't the only one you're speaking to to this one right here, though, because I'm I'm not going to even lie. I may do it in a different kind of approach, though, when it comes to it, to be honest with you. Mm. No, no, trust me. As as a guy, like, we know the signs. We we, we know when y'all want to fuck. We know when y'all don't want to fuck. We know when y'all thinking about fucking, but you just, you're like, you know what, I'd rather him do it. We ain't slow. We, We ain't slow at all. But the issue is, like, as men, we don't want to be, like, overbearing. Like, say, for example, me, married guy. I know for a fact when my wife wants some dick. I absolutely know. When, when she do the shit where, you know, she, she stick her butt out, even though we got a king-size bed, but so, for some unknown reason, she's right up under me. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I know, baby. We're going to do this. We're gonna, I got time. I got time. I got time. Or when, when, when you do, the, when, like, when girls do the, oh, I'm sorry, when women do the shit where, like, you on one side of the bed and the other, and then y'all do that shit where y'all, y'all yawn real quick, and then you, like, take your arm and just wrap it around us. Like, wait a minute. Now, now you want to be cuddly? Oh, you ain't trying to be cuddly. You're trying to get some cuddy. I, I know. I know, baby. Uh-huh. Or if you're watching TV and you come out here and you want the attention, so what you, like, trust me, my wife do this shit all the fucking time, and I know it. I know when she's ready to go, because she, she come out of the room, or she's in the living room with me, she won't watch TV, knowing damn well she won't watch nothing I'm watching. And then what she do is she get real close and she, she start doing a tickle game. So she go and she tries I'm to tickle me. I'm telling all our secrets, Greg. Oh, she, she, no, she know. She know. She, trust me. There's, there's no secrets between me and the podcast, fam. There's none at all. <laughs> outside, outside of like actual like personal shit. But that like that's what certain people do like in relationships and stuff. They go, they have their cues. Um, you know, some people that I've asked, I'm like, yo, so what do y'all do with y'all? Like when y'all, when you want to like get some dick or when you want to go get some ass, like what, what are some things you do? Like dudes, what they do is they go and they send a text message. 
like, you know, like say for example, you're in one room and they're in another room, you send a text message or like, they're like me. They, I, I don't know where I learned this from. Maybe it's hereditary. I don't know what it is, but we start saying shit in our Instagram stories. Mm. You know, the, 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 the wife clued me into that one and I didn't even know it. She was like, she was like, yo, like, you know, you, you want to handle that? And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, I, I saw your Instagram story. You posted something that sounded a little bit sexual. I was like, God damn it. How the fuck she know? God, how the fuck? How, how did you know? How did you know? You're, you're not supposed to know these things. I know you love me and we married. How the fuck do you know? But trust me, women know that shit. But when y'all do that shit, which y'all, y'all stick y'all butt out in, like, you know, in the bed and shit like that, we know. We know. Even, okay. So, say, for example, y'all aren't in a relationship. But y'all, y'all sitting there and y'all kicking it and stuff like that. You know, you at, you know, y'all friend house or something like that. And she's sitting at the, you know, she's sitting in the kitchen or she's sitting across the room. And you know she's drunk. But she give you that look. All women have that look where they want to get fucked for some unknown reason. And I know that's going to sound really disrespectful in 10 years whenever I run for president. But women have that look when they're, they're nice and tipsy or they're nice and they're a little bit drunk. And they're like, you know what? Like, it's okay. Like. I, I want you tonight, like right now. Like you know, we can go to the bathroom in like five minutes if you want to. And I, you can, you I, can do I, thing. The, um, I send the text messages and I say she's hungry. She's hungry. That is the name of the <laughs> That is the fucking name. She's hungry. Oh my god! That wow. Is, <laughs> oh my what's up? She's hungry. She. You know what? You know what? This this episode is no longer called approaching versus pursuing. It is called she hungry. Oh, holy moly! Yo, if a woman what? ever told me, yo, oh my, mm. fellas, anybody who is in here right now, I need you to drop a voicemail right now. Have you ever had a woman tell you she's hungry, and she's not talking about you going to roofers? She said that's hungry. She's hungry. Talking about her lady parts. Yo, that is the most wild. That is the wildest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. That's all I take. Yo, if a woman told me she's hungry, that's it. That is it. She's going to get fed. (laughs) She's going to get fed. Oh, my God. She's hungry? That, honestly, is probably in the top 20 funniest fucking things I've ever heard in my life. She's hungry. I'm absolutely terrified to hear these voicemails now. Absolutely terrified. This is your fault. She's hungry. She's hungry. Some women do have a valid excuse on waiting. I don't think you should be put a day on it. That's stupid to put right. 10, mm-hmm. 20, 30 days on it, 90 days. Like, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. But they do have a reason to, you know, keep it to themselves for a while because, in a way, some men do have to earn it. And not only that, sometimes they're holding it back because they know if the sex is good, they might get emotional. They might get attached to a person, to a fuckboy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So sometimes they put them through that through that trial of seeing who they really are. You know? Right. So I, I'm not mad at it. I just know BTG ain't got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't do all that waiting shit. But yeah, like, trust me. Like, women do know, bro. Like, they, they absolutely know. But, you know, we got voicemails. I'm going to just let us play these because we somehow got past 10. So we might as well keep Big dog. He said the best six minutes, though. Not six hours. Not six weeks. Six not six months, Mm-mm. not six years. He said six Mm-mm. minutes. Mm-mm. And then the best six Mm-mm. minutes. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You made me wait six months, so I made sure we'll give you six minutes, you know? So we yeah. equivalent yeah. to the same amount. Like, yeah. yours is a little bit rushed. 
Miles yep. a little yep. would rush, but it's the same amount of, you know, we, we, we both achieved something at the yeah. end of it. No, we received what we wanted to receive within them six minutes. You know what I'm saying? You got what I got and I got what you got. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. I, I understand that. Yeah, but that's the thing. Sometimes, like, I, I think, okay, when, when it comes to, like, the, the sex and, and the penetrations and things of that nature, a lot of people don't understand how long six minutes actually could be. Six minutes of, no. like, like rabbit fucking that's not six minutes that's like 60 seconds but i'm talking about like strokes like six minutes of strokes is a little bit different it, it, it's a little bit different when, when you start saying shit and like whispering in the air like talking them through their nut yeah like i'm telling you that that shit is like reading a woman dr seuss and she knew that shit as a kid and now she's grown up you're like hey one fish two fish red fish you know <laughs> red fish blue fish you're gonna get this dick like yeah yeah talk talk her through the night it, it only takes six minutes i'm telling you once she start hitting the when she sound like she whispering but she whistling at the same time she's like hoo, hoo, hoo. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't gonna say no more i ain't gonna say no more Mm-mm-mm. you know y'all just really out here going in Greg, as, a, <laughs> as a man you know we shouldn't be complaining about a 90-day wait because we always have a roster you know that the game is the, the, the game is up. You know they have a Shut roster up, too. Taylor. You know Shut what I'm up, saying. Taylor. So and we not getting any sexually sexual income from them. You know you got to go to the other bank. BTG ain't got to wait. Taylor, stop it! Stop telling these. Stop, stop! I'm trying to lie to these people. I'm trying know. to lie. Mm-mm. Let me lie. God damn it! Come on, Baylor. You're not lying. You're just not giving the other side. No, I don't want, here's the thing. We don't want y'all to know the other side. We don't want y'all to know that we got it too. We want y'all to act like we ain't never had it. Knowing we got it. Come on. Come on. No. No. All that, all that, Lord. All that, all that, Lord. Don't you miss them ankles either. Don't you miss them because I know. I can sue. I can sue. Because you the Lord for a reason. M. See? It's <laughs> absolutely facts. Like I've, I've been at the point where, like, say I was going out and I was meeting somebody out, I would just be on my phone the whole entire time because I can, I know, and I can get a feel for like when I feel like someone is about to approach me. So I'll always constantly yes. just be on my phone the entire time and just make myself look busy and like. Sometimes I'll just call <laughs> somebody that I usually talk to on a regular basis just to act like I'm being busy and I'm being productive with whoever it is I'm being um, busy within a conversation just to avoid people talking to me. So um, I I'm definitely have been guilty of that. Like I am queen. I will talk to myself with my headphones in if nobody's on the thing. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yes. See? Just so you know, like I'm busy. See, I'm the type of person when I'm approaching somebody and I'm dating somebody, I I genuinely like to take time in getting to know that person. Like meeting, like like Shane said, uh, their mannerisms, their demeanor, their habits. Yes. You know why is it that they you know smell their food before they eat it? Like it's those type of things where I really pick up on other people and really start to be attentive to them. And like cater to what they like and what they don't like. 
based off of how I'm going to treat you. You know what I'm saying? So that's just me personally, though. That's part of the because if you weren't interested, you would never pay attention to that. Facts. Hashtag no secrets. <laughs> Yo, wow. Uh, when I'm on a date, a first date, I know by the end of that date if I want to fuck you or not. And if I don't want to fuck you, the chances are I don't want to see you again. So there it is. Oh, world. Pretty much. Pretty, pretty much. Like, hey, Shan, I'm using that one. Hey, she's hungry. Hey. <laughs> yes, yeah, she ready oh, to eat it up. Well, you eat it up. Let's yeah. eat it up. <laughs> Want you to stick your beef to my taco. What's up? Cinco de Mayo. Yo, Yo you done started some shit. She hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My wife talk about uh, that, that, uh, that thing down there hungry. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes you got to go down there and you got to, you just got to munch away, my brother. I'm talking about you get all in between those lips. You got to pull those curtains back and Baylor! you don't find that goddamn girl. I'm trying to tell you. Hey, real quick though, if you take an edible and drink a red blood at the same time, it feel like somebody trying to crawl out of your skin but never get out. Oh my mom. <laughs> oh, what shit. the hell just happened? What I just feel like she's hungry is something you can take until your child like gets grown enough to leave the house. They will never know what you're talking about. They would just think, oh, my mom always tells my dad that she wants something to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. It's, a, it's a safe word. Yo, you you gonna have women in 2021 walking, you know, sending people text messages and replies like, "Yo, she hungry." And you're like, "So what you want to eat?" You can say in front of your mom. You can say in front of your friends. Like, why are you talking in, in third person? Shut the fuck up. She hungry. She hungry. Bad influence, friend. Greg, I never got the she hungry text, but I have got the. Can you bring over snacks? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm running to the candy store right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, did he say I'm walking to the candy? <laughs> Yo, Shamika's wild. <laughs> what? Oh my goodness! Or when uh, he be- got them things and was like, "Yeah, I got them things." <laughs> y'all are crazy, bro. Damn. Oh my god, deco hungry. Hey, I used to do. I used to hit one of them moves when I'm ready to. Get it popping, get it. Ooh, <laughs> don't let me be, especially when I'm under the influence. Oh my goodness, it be, I, it really take over me because I'll be saying things I normally wouldn't say. I'll be real aggressive. I'll be real like just over the top with it, like, and I just kind of be disrespectful in it in a moment too. So like, I'm I'm a completely birth different per- person when I'm like. Feeling my drink and I'm a little bit tipsy and I'm feeling good about myself. Ooh, my hair done, my nails and all that is is, is <laughs> on the popping. Ooh, you can't tell me nothing. Listen, <clears throat> ladies, and y'all understand me when I say this. Have you ever dealt with somebody where you just know you're not? You need to 
hit them up before you do your hair because you know they're just going to fuck it up. See, okay, so you you want to start a whole nother fucking episode? Oh, I'm just okay. saying we right. can take that into Saturday, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. but. We know who those people are, and we know who the people are where we'll go ahead and allow them to gently, you know, and we know the people that's going to make us leave out of their regrets. Leave? You know what? Next voicemail. Jesus Christ. How do we get here? No, six minutes of great, like, great, phenomenal strokes at different speeds. Okay. Yeah, niggas. Uh, oh, when niggas just had you to fuck for an hour, what are you doing? That that vagina is dry, my friend. You know what I'm saying? That, give me about, give me somewhere between five to ten, and that that ten minutes means like we doing all kind of shit, licking the wall together, rolling not over, to jumping off the scene. We doing all kind of shit. BTG ain't got wait. <laughs> oh, yo, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, I don't want to be too graphic because you know I don't know who is listening. And, you know, I don't know if the government's listening, but I'll say this. Um, the older you get, the more crafty you get with your fucking. When I say six minutes of chocolate thunder, I mean this. Um, if, if you expect to go rounds, you have to limit your time. Um, if you have the first round straight out of the gate, that might be, you know, six to 15 minutes. That doesn't include, like, the cunnilingus. That doesn't mean... That you're not having the foreplay. It just means that you know what? The six minutes is the takes of the strokes. So you can have six minutes of strokes and you can have 10 minutes of cunnilingus. Like you can go ahead and eat the pussy for 10 minutes and then you can stroke the pussy for six. And that's round one. But here's the thing. The older you get, the bounce back game is impeccable because you've already gotten yourself done. Because you didn't waste 45 minutes trying to, you know, like porn star fuck. At third, me at 34, I'm not porn fucking you anymore. Like, I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? You're going to catch this. It's going to be good. It's going to be sensational. You're going to like it. I'm going to like it. We're going to get where we're going, depending. Because I'm like, who wants to be whiskey dicked? Like, that's what I consider, like, any, anything that's longer than, like, 35 minutes is whiskey dick. It's like, yo, like, that's, no, stop that. Like, no. Y- y'all have to stop doing it. Stop setting expectations you can't meet every time. Because a woman, never mind, never mind. Next voicemail. Never mind. Shan, what up? Greg, what up? The reason why you want to have a roster in these situations is because then you have other forms of entertainment while she on that bullshit. So, yep. due to the fact that you're acting like you don't give a fuck, you got to wait 90 days or whatever dumb time limit been put on the sex that two adults can fucking have. Um, <laughs> she will know that you're not being impatient because, you know, you over there get busting, busting pussy on the other side. So, trust me, while you're doing that, she's going to be like, I wonder why he's so patient. And she will give it up before that 90 day or whatever wait period it is. And she will actually talk herself into giving it up to you before that wait period is over. Uh, as long as you have another roster, because the roster will keep you from not even worrying about that shit. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely about having another roster, especially when somebody, another adult's talking to you about a time limit on when y'all can have sex. Stop. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But here, Dungeon, Dungeon, his, his was so funny. So I don't know if he came in like during that whole story. I'll make it real quick. When it came to homegirl specifically with the, you know, the dude that she was talking to, talking about the girl I was dating. She gave me the little 90 day limit and stuff like that. She was like, oh, you know, you know, and she didn't tell me specifically 90 days. But it's one of those things. She's like, I want to wait a few months. A few months to me is three. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you want to wait? Cool. We can do that thing. But mind you, like, I could have been fucking people. And it's like, 
do I really want to or do I want to get to know her? And it was like, okay, I'm getting to know her and everything like that. And there were offers there. I could have been fucking the girl I was fucking before her. I could have been, you know, getting to know other women. But my thing is, like, I'm actually vibing with you. I'm cooling with you. So I wanted to see how far she was going to go with the lie because, like, there's certain things that, like, you know, the first month, that goes great. Everybody's like, oh, I'm getting to know each other. We're sending texts all of a sudden, you know, all day long. We're getting to know each other. Boom, 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 boom. We're going on dates. We're doing fun shit. We're going, you know, at this point, we're going, like, kayak and shit like that. Like, all that stuff was fun. Month two is like, all right, we know each other. We didn't spend too much time. Let's take a little break. You, you know, you do your thing. I do my thing. But at the same time, when we spend time together, we're going and still doing it, just not as much as we were. So it's like, all right, that's cool. The text messages, like they start falling off. And mind you, I'm like, all right, like we're not texting as much, whatever. So right around like the end of the second month, Mark, like that's when she started to like, you know, she started to show like the chinks in the armor where, you know. <laughs> She would, she would, and mind you, she was the one asking me this shit. She was like, "Well, why don't you have your, you know, your red receipts on?" And I was like, "Cause, like, what the fuck? Oh, I hate doing? that shit. Yeah, who, who does that? Like, who asked people to keep their red receipts on? Mind you, my this was ex was like that. And like, if you don't turn your red yeah. receipts off, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drive up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I've all, I've always been one of those type of people. Where it's like, okay, if you're starting to question the shit that I'm doing, that's because you're doing shit. Right. It, it never fails me. So she goes and she's asking all these questions. She was like, oh, well, you know, you were hanging out with your boys tonight. You know, where'd y'all go? And I was like, we, we just went to the bar, blah, blah, blah. She was like, oh, you know, y'all weren't talking to any women. And I was like, okay, so she a little bit insecure. That was what I was thinking at first around the second month. But then she started doing like little sneak shit. She was like, oh, well, you know, you know, I'm trying to link up with her. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm hanging out with, you know, my, you know, my friends tonight, but mind you, it was never, I'm hanging with my girls tonight, or I'm hanging with said friend that I already knew about. It's like, oh, I'm hanging out, you know, I'm hanging with my friends tonight. Friends meaning I'm probably getting some dick. Cool. No, no big deal. Like, I'm still hanging out with my friends. So the the transition kind of happened for us, though, when she asked me, like, she asked me some question about, like, what I was doing again. But mind you, at this point, you know, I'm actually hanging out with my friends and I didn't answer the call. So she asked me, she was like, oh, like, you know, you didn't answer my phone call. Like, what's up? And I was like, you know, I'm with the, you know, I'm with the fellas. I didn't answer my call. So she used that as leverage for her doing the shit that she was doing. That's when shit went left. So she was like, well, you didn't answer the call that one time that I, you know, I called you. You didn't answer. I was like, okay, so the one time I didn't answer is now all of a sudden you acting shady. So then what had happened was I'd gone out again. That's the next night. So this was like on a Thursday. So a Friday we went to. It wasn't, I think it was like Lotus Lounge in DC. So we were in Lotus Lounge and my boy who is also friends with her on Facebook and stuff like that. He was like, yo, like, you know, she, you know, she's posted photos, blah, 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 that she's at Park and Park, anybody who is familiar with DC, Park is like right around the corner from Lotus Lounge. So all the photos that she was like post, this before Instagram stories, she's posting shit on Facebook. This is how everybody used to interact. So, you know, she would post photos, but she wasn't the one taking a photo. So I'm sitting there like, okay, maybe her homegirl's taking photos, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, naturally Q, this is the guy I'm talking about, my friend. So Q's like, well, why don't we go to park? It's just right down the street. I was like, no, I'm having fun. We doing our thing. She's doing her thing. So at the end of the night, I go home. So I go and go home, go to sleep or whatever. She calls me the next morning and she was like, I didn't hear from you last night. I was like, what the fuck you mean? You didn't hear from me. And she was like, yeah, you, you know, you starting to act real funny. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not. Active fun. Yeah, whenever you start hearing shit that you know for a fact you didn't do, that's because somebody else ain't, do, you know, somebody else is doing shit, you know, shit. She goes and she's like, oh, you're acting really funny. I was like, I, how am I acting funny? Because I went to sleep. So basically I find out that, you know, she is still talking to the, you know, the old boyfriend or the old boo or whatever you want to call it because she 
pretty much like left it out there. So then, you know, around the 90 day mark, she started that big argument we talked about earlier in the show. And I asked her straight out. I was like, yo, like, you know, are, are you still, you know, talking to like, you know, somebody from your past or something like that? And she's like, well, you know, it's complicated because he he just won't stop messaging me. I was like, okay, that's what I, I knew at that point. When you tell me some shit like he won't stop messaging me, he's not not messaging you because you're answering that shit. Who the fuck just says, oh, he's continuously messaging me unless they're fucking. So she tells me she was like, oh, just, you know, one time he came over and, you know, one thing led to another. I was like, oh, well, now I can go fuck there. So at that point, boy, oh, half the stories you heard on this show, at least, I was out here slinging dick. Mm. Like absolute dick thank you to her though she was an amazing individual and she's still my friend on facebook that is growth that is growth ladies and gentlemen this is what you do when you grow mm-hmm. but yeah. next voicemail next voicemail learning if you blow in my ear on tuesday we getting married on thursday <laughs> listen lord almighty oh, this dog we not talking you ever drew it on her back <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, I keep women hair combs, women hair products, and a head scarf over here in the special drawer just for y'all. Well, not for you particular, but you know what I mean. Yeah, because I plan on, don't come over here with a brand new hairdo. Oh, you're trying to be disrespectful. Listen, we know who we have to prepare for and we know who we don't. We know. Yes, yes, Shan. <laughs> be knowing. See, it's certain individuals I used to be like, no, nah, F it. He's going to see me in my old regular self. That's when he see the Monet. You know what I'm saying? But then when my hand everything on point, that's when he gets the chocolate. You know what I'm saying? So it depends on which way I'm feeling and which mood I'm giving and how I want to approach the situation or what it is. That should happen. Or I may be a little of both, you know what I'm saying? Where you see me in the daytime as Monet, but in the nighttime, I'm definitely chocolate, you know what I mean? So, girl, I feel you. Yes, she know what's up. I know I've been there, yes. Mm-hmm. Y'all, this show tonight... You know, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking <laughs> the differences between approaching and pursuing, but... I mean, they not so bad out here. They know what they want. They know what they're looking for, and they know how to avoid people in public. So, right. I think I think they are. This is a good show tonight, Greg. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I w- I want to leave you know people. I guess my little final thought is this: um, two questions that we uh, we heard in the the lunch break room. Um, one was from Gigi, and one was I forgot who actually left the message, but I wrote it down. So the first little statement was, is the woman approaching the man, giving the man an upper hand? So, you know, I want you all to think about that before, you know, the Saturday show or even the show with, you know, you and Dungeon. Like, I, I hopefully, you know, you guys can answer that question on y'all show. Just like even just like as a bonus, like, is the woman approaching the man, giving the man an upper hand? And the second question is, and this one, I, I really hope y'all like take this and run with this one because we didn't get the chance to answer it tonight was. How do you know the difference between a woman who doesn't mind being pursued versus a woman who's annoyed with the wrong people pursuing her? That one, I, I, I wanted to touch on tonight, but it was like, okay, we had so much fun, 
either we could do a part two or you and Dungeon can just like take that and run with that one because that's profound. Um, and a woman asked that question. So for a woman to say that and it sounded the way it sounded and I worded it like when I typed it the way I typed it. Yeah, that one is its own episode. So I'll repeat it one more time. How do you know the difference between a woman who doesn't mind being pursued versus a woman who's annoyed with the wrong people pursuing her? Um, you guys have a few days until, you know, Shan and Dungeon do their show or Saturday when Shan and I do whatever we do on Saturday. Um, we do have a voicemail, but that was kind of like my final thought on things. But yeah, this has been a fantastic show. Like, once I don't remember last time we did a three hour show. I right. yeah, it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. This was a great one. I love it. Let me leave y'all with something too. If I tell you a duck can pull a truck, you shut the fuck up and hook that sucker up. Oh my god. I appreciate all the oh messages tonight, everybody that came through. It was a good show. Good way to close out our Wednesday. Step into that Thursday. Tonight is actually the show with uh, Dungeon and I. So it's going to be pretty boy. I'm I'm sure that's going to be a show long like this one. But, um, you know, giving y'all some content. Y'all should expect some um, crazy episodes from me in the next two days. Um, One is... Um, about nipple itching. And then... Wow. The third one is about Squirt Anonymous. So y'all, y'all in for a treat going in for the weekend. So... Yeah. Y'all gonna be good. Please check out Loudmouth Stereo Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Radio Public, Google, and uh, Red Circle if you would like to donate to the podcast you can go on red circle and donate i will post the episode in a couple of days after i break this down and um what else was i gonna say please check out lama stereo on here on saturday so come back because i know greg's gonna hit us with another one and uh it's going mm-hmm. to be topic please check out young black and bothered on all of your podcast platforms if you want to hit us up, you can hit us up on Twitter or on IG, but we will be back. We are consistent. We come through and um, y'all should come through too. We do Loudmouth Stereo stereo on Wednesdays and Saturdays. And if we're not going to do a show, check us out on IG because we'll let you know. Yeah. Shan will let y'all know. I just be like, fuck it. We ain't had a show. That'd be all right. <laughs> but, you know, you know how- <laughs> I'll be like, okay, you know I'm going to it. I'll let them know we're not doing one. I'm like, they will be all right until fucking Stereo fix the, the pay tier. We'll, we'll figure it out. But either way, thank y'all for actually listening. I want to say we got, oh shit, we got another voicemail. Shan, we might as well play it and be about. Thank you, Miss Shan and Big Dog. I really appreciate you all's time you. and conversation. It's been lovely. And I hope you all have a great rest of your week and a great rest of your evening. Hope you all just be safe out there in the stereo streets. And I just thank you all. And it's really been a pleasure. And I look forward to hearing you all very, very soon. And I enjoyed myself. So I thank you all again. And, um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely.
Oh my God, we have a child oh that Lord. Me of not course, do. of course. This right, has, uh, as usual, a protein versus pursuing and dating. Um, you can catch this whole show in about five minutes on the Stereo app. It will be available on your podcast platforms in a couple of days. And uh, anything else you want to say, Greg? Y'all better show up and show up live for She Gets It Pod and Dungeon tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Actually, no, tonight, because it's midnight as the yeah. time we're recording. <laughs> right. So I need y'all to be live in effect because if y'all think this show is live and her and I have been doing this for months, Dungeon and her be doing some shit. I'd be like, oh, okay, all right. I like this shit. Yeah, you're not, you're you're not getting the content you thought you were getting until you have joined these podcasts. So we are all one pod fam. I also need you guys to go ahead and get with Kev and E Ruth. They have been giving fire recently too. I don't know if y'all have listened to their last recent shows, but boy, um, yeah, yeah, um, just you know. Follow the appropriate people, mainly Shan, because she is the one who coordinates everything and she keeps both Dungeon and I sane. So hopefully you guys just come back tomorrow well, tonight, come back again on Saturday night. Um, I don't know the next time I'll have a show, probably Monday, Sports Desk. But outside of that, man, like thank you guys for all listening and we will see you in a few days. Bye. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.